hi, and welcome to the podcast. Um, the idea for this podcast actually came from Jimmy Penguin of the Scratch Lords. Uh, we were talking about how there wasn't really any long-form conversations out there with uh, Scratch nerds. And then, of course, Jimmy just said, well, then do it. So uh, a few years later, it never really left my mind. And recently, with the colossal lineups of the Battle Lab meets Community Scratch Barbecue, and then followed a week later by Sample Music Festival in Berlin, I saw that there was a, a good opportunity to get people to sit down and have a chat. Um, so just a warning, I'm no way an experienced or studied interviewer. Um, I simply just like told people I wanted to sit down with, uh, let's have a chat about their local history, and kind of go from there. So I'm sure I missed some big questions that uh, people might want to know, and I probably got things wrong as well as we go along. Um, so don't eviscerate me too hard online, please, <laughs> in the comments. Um, I thought the best way to kick this off would probably be with the cut and paste records when I recorded. Um, so I managed to sneak the guys away from the Scratch Barbecue, and uh, we sat down for a talk on how that all started and kind of where it went up until now. It was definitely a really good chat, um, and I learned a few things for sure, which you'll find out yourself, mostly about hidden little snippets inside the records I didn't know about. Um, so first, we'll actually start with a clip of a performance, and this is from Community Scratch Barbecue in 2017. And this was all the guys from Cut and Paste, uh, so it was Adam Bell, Somatic, and, uh, and Darcy D., but uh, since then, Adam has gone on to work on other things, so it's the, the interview itself is just with Somatic and Darcy. Um, so a huge thanks to the Playground app for making the podcast possible. Um, they've done all the equipment. They bought it all and paid for all the traveling and editing and all that, uh, or done the editing. Um, and of course, a big thanks to Battle Avenue, um, Jim Manipulate, Jimmy Penguin, and pretty much everybody involved in the Community Scratch Games. Uh, much, much love. <laughs>
so the idea is just to sit down with dudes and kind of talk about how they got started. And of course, since you're together, cut and paste records, it seemed like a good, yeah, good man. idea to bug you guys. Yeah, so yeah, maybe uh, start off with who you are. <laughs> I'm Darcy D. I'm uh, from Canada. I like to scratch. Um, I like to fucking do things that shouldn't be done all over. That's a pretty good fucking definition of what <laughs> motivates me. Yeah. And I'm Sai or Cymatic, and uh, I'm from Bristol. And I like to do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. We uh, so we fucking hooked up. I hooked up with Sai. Um, I moved to England, and um, I immediately fucking plugged into the local fucking turntable community um, through message boards and shit. And like, I didn't know anybody. I hadn't met anybody at all. Um, Digital Vertigo or something else? No, it was Scratchworks. It was oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, the other yeah, one. Okay. It was funny. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah, I hadn't clocked Digital yeah. Vertigo. And immediately, like, I fucking wanted a turntable, right? So I was like, can somebody fucking suss me out with a turntable? Um, and fucking this dude drove over, like, from across the country to sell me a turntable, have a beer with me, and fuck off right away. Like, totally sound adventure. <laughs> and he was one of the guys who was fucking scratching at Super Scratch Sunday. Like, uh-huh. uh, fucking, who is that? The, What's uh, the guy? R- Ray Salido. So Ray Russ Salido. is his name. Uh-huh. And he's just a cool dude who fucking uh, hangs out and cuts and fucking, like, does all sorts of art and shit. Um... Yeah, man. And that kind of put me onto the scene a little bit. Um, I kind of hooked up with people online at first and then at the fucking sessions and shit. And um, yeah, man, we just fucking kind of met cutting on like fucking chilling out online a little bit, too. Yeah, you asked me about that turntable. I think that was our first interaction. Like the turntable to borrow when you got here, you wanted to borrow a turntable. And like I I messaged you and it was like, I've got a best stacks if you want it. But like you ended up. It was easier to do it with Russ, I think. Well, the funny thing but is, I remember, I remember chatting to you about I've it one way or another. I've bugged a lot of people did, like, about a lot of turntables. So yeah, I but I think I just I, when you're telling the turntable thing, I think that is how we like linked yeah, up. Yeah. Like, but anyway, yeah, we started messaging more on, on boards like yeah, Scratchworks and probably later Digital Vertigo and uh, yeah, then ho- fucking hooking up in the real world. And um, what year is that though that you got that you moved over? About six years ago, six years ago, I came from okay. Canada to Oxford. 2012. Yeah, yeah. yeah, something like that, something right around then. <clears throat> um, and yeah, what was what was going down then? Um, yeah, we were just fucking hanging out, scratching, doing shit like that. And all of a sudden, I had clocked that Psy was starting to fucking like make these fucking skipless loops and shit. And he'd fucking have them up on Bandcamp. And yeah, like, I just started. Ma- I just started making them at that point. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I just got Serato. This was funny. I'd actually. I was running a Montre- I was running a Facebook group called Montreal Scratch Scene, and we had a file folder where we just put fucking like files for people to use and yeah, have cuts with yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, I randomly asked Sai if he had any fucking like dope samples and shit because I'd clocked that from hanging out at sessions. Mm. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I have some stuff, man. Like, have a cut with it, use it, you know." Like, and I was like, "Oh, do you mind if I share it around?" He was like, "No, no, no. That's like just you fucking enjoy it." I hadn't clocked that at that time he was like kind of fucking not really selling him on Bandcamp but like you know he was happy to fucking like have people take it for themselves to use it and shit like that yeah yeah they were up for sale on yeah on Bandcamp yeah just because so many people like I'd started making them just for myself to cut with and like because it was cool having Serato being able to cut your own things and I yeah I was sort of like fairly still fairly recently into like Vestax and Ultra Pitch stuff which I got into much mm-hmm. later than a, a lot of other people and um, I was kind of like diehard Technics before that. But yeah, um, started making these sentences. And then uh, so many people on like 
places that I'd shared them or like asking me asking me for the same for, for that one rather yeah, than like yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was more of like a I thought of it as more of a here's how you do it kind of thing and I had started working out the BPMs and just saying oh you can just put any samples on this BPM or whatever but most people were just like man I don't have a sound editing software or anything and <clears throat> yeah so they just want it like uh Ready to go. Ready to go, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, so, like, I, I was a pretty good definition. I was like, no, man, I don't want to know any of that. Just fucking, can I have the file, please? Exactly, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Go, like that. Go, like, and then, so yeah. I was like, man, after, after, after that happened a few times, I was just like, man, I should just stick him on Bandcamp for a quid. For a quid you yeah, know? yeah, Like, it's yeah. Not, like, not, they're not asking a lot, but it's just like, fuck it, you know. Like, yeah, of course. It's not, why not? And so, yeah, then, then Darcy hit me up and was just like, no, well, no, actually well, what happened all, was Leighton. All this was going on, and we were at the same time always going to these fucking sessions, these Super Scratch Sunday sessions, and we'd meet sometimes in London, sometimes we'd meet out at the fucking studio uh, in Rye, yeah. um, and or like just kind of all over the place, yeah. you know, always mm -hmm. hanging out and fucking communicating more and all this kind of shit. And on one trip to a session in Rye, we fucking met Leighton. Um, who we didn't know at all. I didn't know him. Leighton Harris. Leighton Harris. Yeah. Uh, we didn't know. He just came up. He, he met us on a train randomly going to the same session. Like he wasn't <laughs> trying to meet up with us or anything. Yeah, he just yeah. somehow clocked there was a session going on. And he'd fucking um, had all these fucking records with him, all these big, beautiful fucking looking blue records, which was the Man of War record that mm -hmm. he released five years ago now. And uh, the shit kind of just like fucking put... Well, yeah, I, I, I didn't meet him that time. I think I wasn't at that session, no, but I, but I, I met him. Where I thought you were on the train, man. It was a fucking train ride. Anyway, so maybe, the, maybe but, you maybe but you I remember Good seeing. Train ride. But I remember seeing that, that when he popped up, when Leighton just came out of the blue, pretty much on onto yeah. some of the forums, and was like, which are, I guess at the time were quite heavily populated by mostly UK-based people. Anyway, yeah, it seemed like it, like DV and stuff. You know, there's yeah. international heads on there, but there's a lot of UK heads. Anyway, like. He just turned up out of nowhere and was just like, yeah, I've got this, re this scratch record that's just like amazing skip-proof disses on one side and like loads of wicked stuff from movies and like TV shows and random stuff on the other side. And it's pressed up in all multicolors and it's got an amazing artwork on the cover and like it's got yeah. etchings on the inside. And we're just like, man, like, how are you doing all of this stuff? Like, yeah. It's like, man. <laughs> so we both hit him up. Like he'd met him on the train and I, I you know, we both we were both sort of independently hitting up late and being like, how do you do this like, yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. and he works at the factory and that's how he's able to like yeah. do all the sort of extra bits because he's in, he's involved with it you know yeah, yeah he actually he actually specializes in etchings right and like um he that's like he did the etching on the the, the, the record new, that we just got yeah, pressed yeah, yeah. and like uh it's it, it, that's his that's a big part of his job there so he's a real like artist with it and so yeah he's, he's and he's he's really good at lining it up yeah. And with all our records that are like kind of geometric in, you know, you mm -hmm. can sort of like, you can see where the sounds yeah, are. Kind sure. of thing. Yeah, and yeah. So yeah, he's Shout really good at the cue light. You can see easily like, da, 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 there's that sound. Yeah, yeah. So he's really good at like lining up and spotting that on the master and then like lining up the stencil that makes those etchings. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's a talented guy basically. <laughs> yeah. And his, yeah. and his scratch records were, were just like unbelievably well produced. And just like, we were like, yeah, this, this is the guy that knows how to get the wax done yeah man and like so then what's the next step yeah <laughs> well you know we very randomly on that train i was like you know what dude we're gonna press up a vinyl with you one day you know like this is fucking totally doable like all the ingredients yeah, yeah. exist yeah and um 
not long after that, a few months after that, just randomly one day I was at home and I was like, fucking size loops were kind of existing. Leighton Harris was kind of existing. And um, I was kind of ready to fucking put a big effort onto making some fucking like pretty cool shit try to happen. Right. Um, so we, I just kind of sussed out what would be the easiest way to go about this. You know, we didn't have necessarily the cash right. yeah. to press a record up. So we hit Leighton up to kind of find out what the deal was, to find out what, what would be involved with actually going through with the project. Yeah. And it turned out that the minimum you could do was 500. Like there was no yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, way yeah, around yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I hit Cy up on it. And Cy was, Cy was like psyched on it, but he was also like, I don't know. You know, I know a lot of guys with fucking 480 records <laughs> under the bed. I don't know if this is the fucking best idea, but, you know, I, I, I was big on the hype. I was like, mate, I got fucking, we're going to do a Kickstarter plan. We're going to fucking do a campaign. And if the community's interested, if there's fucking interest from the community, like to get us like to the like 80% mark with the money kind mm. of thing, um, then it's meant to be. Okay, and if there's no interest in it, that's a pretty good indication that we're going to be left with 490 under <laughs> yeah, the bed, and the time's yeah. not now. And you know, so I was like, we talked a little about what, what what was involved and all that, and he was like, you know what, man, you're hyped on it. I know what Sai knew what exactly what the fuck he was doing. He'd been pressing dub plates, having dub plates cut for the longest time. Yeah, you know, testing his own shit out. Um, so there was just like there was a lot of hype about it. And we said, how do we want to do this, man? Do we want to, like, forever be selling this shit to people? And we said, no, man. We're going to do a campaign for 10 fucking days. Okay? If people aren't interested, not going to happen. If people are interested, we're going to do it. And uh, there was hype, man. Like, you know, Leighton had just done his record about a year ago, maybe. Yeah. And uh, people were just hyped up. We were meeting all the time. We were fucking cutting. And, like, everybody... Well, and also there was, like, a bit of a, like... There wasn't a lot of scratch records coming out right then. That's like, kind of what I was going to ask. Yeah, Leighton yeah. was, like was the also first like a one in, yeah. the God, in the longest time. Yeah. You know, because like, was... like on those forums, like Vect was doing things like finding. He, I remember Vect like found some stash of scratch science records, and and it was like gold dust. And he got it over to Canada and was selling them and stuff. And like everyone was just like, man, he found you know like yeah, he couldn't yeah, even yeah. get scratch science records at one point. And so yeah. it was like. Where's everything gone? And so, like, I think that was part of it that yeah. people yeah. were yeah. a bit hungry for it, you know? Like, and yeah, meanwhile, Richie was doing yeah, his like, thing as well. Like, like, the timing was just right. There was this, like, yeah. fucking underbelly vibe of everybody fucking, like, mm. just itching for some fucking, you know, dope shit to have a fucking cut with. Yeah, um, it was just a missing, it was kind of like a missing tool from a community. It was like all these fucking DJs meeting up, yeah, yeah. you know, like, and fucking investing, um, on so many levels into this fucking cutting and these cutting projects and fucking shit. And you know, the, the records were missing. It was kind of, it was a little bit weird, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like records had been coming out, <laughs> scratch records have been coming out for fucking, you yeah. know, two decades kind of thing. Um, but it was kind of dry right around then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, so that, so then we, yeah, so we got the interest on that Kickstarter and raised enough money to be able to do like a, a basic, pressing you know yeah, like we, yeah, yeah. we had color yeah. labels but no like yeah, yeah. sleeve no yeah, no, no yeah, sleeves yeah. i had the white the white yeah, was, sleeve that looked like maybe you guys got it from a the thrift store hand yeah, down yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. it was mad hype but we went mad cheap you know it was a big deal for us to come up with like you know well over two thousand pounds yeah, to fucking was... do this and we like we, we cheaped out on every level we didn't even have the fucking uh records delivered to us 
Like yeah. we fucking we went down to pick that shit up at the factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick up. And, and we lived in different cities. He lived in Oxford. I lived in Bristol. We made independent missions into yeah. London on the night when I picked him up in suitcases. That was an epic day, man. Two Drive suitcases on the train back, like fucking really hard mission. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. But we got to go and see the factory as well, and like, yeah, and took us around, like saw it, yeah, because that factory's got loads of history to it as well. That's the EMI, the old EMI. London, uh, yeah. press so like a lot of famous stuff got pressed there back in the day anyway like and still now like but like nice. yeah so it was cool to go and see all of it and how it all got done and and we didn't really have a plan there was no end game we just wanted to press this fucking record up it was like just the fucking you know fucking just that yeah, the goal was to like was cover ultimate. the costs and like yeah. well we did a record for, for free kind of thing yeah yeah so the first one was cadence back. or was it combination yeah no you got it cadence yeah cadence right cadence yeah. was the first one and yeah. so that was your uh, i think i remember hearing you that was your insisting uh that sample well, must be on well here's, here's the story on insisting it. not insisting yeah. but, uh, so, I, so i had a whole record he had a whole record worth of loops Right. Like he wanted to include like some fucking artistic content for me. And he's like, well, what the fuck do you want to see on the record? And I was like, this shit's pretty dope. But I had just started getting creative with stuff at that point. Mm. Prior to that, I was like a guy who'd wake up. I do like a fucking hour a day of practicing patterns and shit. Yeah. And I'd been doing that for about five years up to that point. But coming to the UK, I was starting to get creative with shit a little bit, like seeing other guys doing cool stuff like mm. Dubba Dutch and all that kind of shit. Um, and I'd worked out my first routine. It's actually one of my first fucking like um things that i do that isn't just fucking cutting on a video right it's a cadence with rhythm and flow um routine where i sample up some fucking shit off of a, a mac text edit mm-hmm. and i have a cadence with rhythm and flow yeah yeah, yeah. and like i was yeah. like you know if we could get that on the fucking record side that'd be fucking dope because i'd love to have a cut with that i just had my kid a year ago and i was so hyped on it yeah, you know yeah, yeah. um and so i was like yeah man we can totally make that happen so like Sai helped clean it all up and make the sample fucking sound sound fucking dope and lay it out all the right way. And that yeah. was the that was the last loop that went along with all the fucking work he'd put in on it. Nice. Well nice. we made it say fresh as well to, yeah, well, like, there was, to complete there, the loop. There was yeah. like yeah. there was space kind of on thing. it. There was, yeah. there was, there and there it was like, yeah, why not have a, a silly computerized fresh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was cool though, you know, a really dope thing about that record is like you know, Sai was like finished with having fucking on fresh all over the place. Yeah. But you know, but we, people were obviously using expecting that, it. expecting it. And we were like, you know what? It's, it's going to go on the record. It's going to go right on. It's going to go right on the end. You know, we want. Yeah. Yeah. People. Yeah. We, I'd, I'd asked a couple of people like, cause, uh, there was a, there was a, f- a few ideas floating around at the, at the time on forums as well. Like there's vague, like people saying, Oh, we should do like a, a bunch of us on the forum or do like a, a loop each and stuff like this and, and projects like that. Mm. So they never quite happened, but like, so there's a few people talking about it. And like, that was one question I'd asked. I was like, what if we did a record that like didn't have R and fresh on it? Cause there's so many of it that obviously everyone loves cutting them, but like yeah. there is other stuff. <laughs> like, and, <laughs> yeah. Um, and and so many people were like, it's not a scratch record without that. Like I can't. I, and it was a. It, it, even though that was, mm. it's kind of you could see that as being lame. It's actually still a good point. Or I, you know, that's why I still put it back, put it on there. But like because it was like, you don't want to make a record that's supposed to be like everyone likes every loop or whatever. Right, right. Like right. that was that was kind of the idea behind it. Is make them so it's not just like a record that you put on and you only use one mm. loop over and over. Yeah, yeah. It's like. Yeah. The idea was like one record with loads of cool stuff on it, so you only have what you only have to reach for one during a yeah, whole set. Yeah, and you've got yeah, plenty yeah. to play with. Kind yeah, of plenty of phrases, plenty of long. But within samples. that, it was still useful to if you want it, a record to be like that. Then 
it should have iron fresh on it because you want that as well. Yeah, you want it to be a multi-tool. So ultimately, yeah, without being like, without trying to get all deverish and going, you can't have iron fresh because of stupid reasons. Then like, it, it is better funny just to see you, someone that doesn't know the record go like right to the first track and go like, oh, check the second track. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's at the end. It's at the end, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that a lot of times. It's funny. And a, yeah. Another really cool thing is that that record starts off on before the first loop. There's this fucking golden nugget on there. The hi kids. And there's this fucking lo- this wicked wicked sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just ice, just like so the intro going like. This record contains yeah. fuck shit and yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foul language. Yeah, yeah. Ex- explicit lyrical mm-hmm. content. And but like. the, the really dope thing is so I had clocked it all up. You know, that was all clocked up on a skipless clock as well, like yeah. the rest of the record, you know, relatively fucking, fucking tight. Yeah, and yeah, just of, to make it kind of more usable. Yeah. So the yeah. whole record was like. Yeah, and the, the reason that's is interesting is, you know, that was, the, that was what I guess the only, that was the hidden nugget on there a little bit. And it wasn't even that hitting. It was right at the front. But yeah. I, I'm sure tons of people. People oh no! Yeah, like, yeah, I talk, yeah, don't actually know that it's there. Like, <laughs> oh, that right? it. Yeah, there you go. I was gonna keep Man, quiet. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's funny. But what's what's dope about that <laughs> is that I've never heard it. Yeah, the, put the first groove on. Is a little yeah, little I never go the thing, first yeah. groove. I just pop into yeah. the middle of a skipless section and go for it. There's plenty of records out there with like more hidden stuff. On yeah, and that that, like, that, that great, became like, a theme, you know. So like after that, in 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 records that came out after that, you know, Sai stuck lots of golden nuggets kind of all over the place, and it was never highlighted at all really maybe recently a little bit it gets yeah. highlighted but um that was that's also, also just to make it more usable you know because it's like a skip proof is cool but you know often people are like oh, i want maybe some more samples or just something a bit more in, yeah or, i mean yeah, sometimes you find yourself using like, in between the skipless uh, tracks so like the one ends on off fresh and the next one says like oh yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah exactly. kind of like oh you go right there to that spot so you can use both you know and yeah yeah and whatever yeah so yeah it's just to keep like more con more yeah. content on there like you yeah. know like the older scratch records that are that don't use skip skip this the whole way through there was and, still so much on there yeah but that was just the whole reason that i got into the, the uh, uh, into the making dub plates like what Darcy was saying is like I'd spend 15 quid on a scratch record yeah but only use a a tiny amount of it you know a lot of it would be stuff I didn't really go go back to um when did you first try that to make a dub plate like when did that first come about when you got into that uh I can't remember what year it would have been it would have been like 20 uh like the late 2000s Mm. um because um Basically, like my wife found out about this place in Bristol. Like we were living in Edinburgh at the time, but she found out about this place in Bristol that cuts dub plates. Like she read some article about the guy because he'd done this like one-off amazing, like bit of jewelry. Like she's into jewelry design, and like he'd done this bit of jewelry where it was like a playable ring. Mm. This guy had wanted for his wedding. Like he, he, it was like a, you know how Edison like cylinder, yeah, like a Edison, cylinder yeah. style record. Yeah. So yeah, but you had to make a little player for it and everything what? so like she, that's how she read about the guy and she was like yeah he's this guy in bristol and he, like cuts dub plates like you're into that aren't you like dub, like records and cutting records i was like yeah yeah wicked and <laughs> she uh actually got me like a voucher for it um, oh, nice. and uh, that's, that's awesome so it was like a birthday present yes. like, to get, like a custom record made and like so that's kind of where it comes from in a way she was the, <laughs> yeah, the yeah yeah yeah, yeah like, she sort of shot herself in the give her a high like, five yeah. for that one though, <laughs> yeah. later. i will next time i see her but yeah no that's, that was hug. when i got my first dub play yeah it was from yeah. that man it was like a present uh and it was like awesome so i um 
Yeah, just what did you put on it? Do you remember that first one? Yeah, man. Yeah, I still got it, man. It's it's good. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's cut by like uh, it was called Dub Studio at the time, but it's it's called Higher Level Mastering now. A guy called Henry. Yeah, I've seen you. I've seen you post stuff like that on yeah. like, Facebook or something. Or like. And he he cuts like dubs for a lot of people in Bristol. There's like a big, um, you know, reggae and dub scene, and people like mm. cutting like grime and and dubstep to dub plate and to, yeah, uh, like he. So he knows how to cut like loud and make it fat you know so um mm. i thought it was a perfect place to go anyway and um yeah and he was just like really helpful with like explaining how it was done you because know, i i went through and was like i want to do this skip proof thing i think it works like this i had a basic understanding at right. the time like i knew like you could fit it in i knew the the bpm that you had to fit it to for like a basic one you know mm-hmm. it wasn't even that actually i didn't even know the bpm i knew the time i knew it was 1.8 seconds mm-hmm. so on that dub plate like they're not they're all clocked they all start at the same point so they're all clocked up like that but yeah. they're all different bpms yeah. so like you jump between ones and they're not all <laughs> going to be in the same thing like right. you know it took a while to like work that out and um but that's good you know because it's a learning thing you know like dub plates are a lot cheaper than pressing up a whole record and finding right. that out at right, the end right, you know right. so <laughs> um yeah I, I got another one done later on and just you know just gradually got better like uh at clocking them all up and making it in a, in a thing and then then I got Serato. Um, I sort of avoided getting Serato for years, and then I eventually got Serato and um, started messing with the with the digital scratch yeah. sensors. You know, obviously that was even cheaper because you could just do it, you do your own file for free or whatever. Once you yeah, bought yeah, yeah. thing. Do you and have then, any of those still? Like any of the old kind of like uh, the old loop. track, like scratch loops or scratch tracks you made from back in the day? Digital ones, yeah, they were, yeah. You kept, you kept them all, oh, like you yeah, haven't lost any. Yeah, of stuff, right? I, I hope I haven't lost any. <laughs> like, you know, they'll be backed up somewhere. I hope, but like, um, do some like throwback. But back then they weren't like you know. I was, I, I was sampling just for myself to have a cut, so I wasn't really paying too much attention on quality. Some of them are like sampled off vinyl. Some of them are sampled off some YouTube MP3, probably. You know, like yeah, so, you yeah. know, it could be anything. Uh, so like, part of me always wanted to like find all those samples again and like remake it yeah, out of better, yeah better in better quality you know, yeah, but like, yeah yeah could also just do something else instead so like <laughs> that's always what it's ended up being so yeah, some so of them in fact some of them I've, I've recovered kind of thing like i found them later and be like oh, i should i should put it back together so like yeah, even on this scratch lords there. one there's there's one that was that's on that yeah original that's from file, that original like, yeah yeah nice one nice one so where did where did Adam come into this like with the with the cut and paste stuff? How did Adam get involved? So Ad like um, me and Ad were mates from the Super Scratch Sunday thing anyway, yeah, and, all yeah, the, yeah. and all of the um, uh, all of the online stuff like the forums and all of that. Um, yeah, and we me and him went to DMC one year, and um, I just had we we just got the Cadence record yeah, done, yeah. and like. I was pretty rubbish at like going out and like giving them to people and saying, "Do you want to buy a record?" Promoting it, you know, like and, yeah. But he was really sick at it, and like, and he was like super well connected as well. Like he did, like mm. ads, like always been, a, you know, big on the yeah, on he the knows, scene. You know, he knows everybody. everybody. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so he was just constantly just like being like, "Oh, so yeah, just like another guy wants your record, like come just come chat to him or whatever." So I was staying at his that night, and we were like, I was like hyped about that, and like, and we were chatting about how it was made and stuff and like he had ideas and stuff he's like oh man i've got a bunch of acapellas here like you've just chopping up acapellas at the time you know so like mm. i've got a bunch here like and we started 
doing it just as an example kind of thing but we just we ended yeah. up just fucking staying up all night and making most of what became combinations from the masters the second record mm. and so yeah at that point like he kind of went let's um start a label and 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 you know we could do this sort of thing and i was like well like me and darcy have just have just done that like why start up another yeah, thing yeah, like yeah. why don't you just you come into this thing and we do it as a yeah, we can all as work, a free man yeah. thing and we've got you yeah. know we've all got a little sort of strengths that we can that we can work with like and uh so yeah we just um so we finished the rest of that record and put it out and then um what what happened like well then um, adam adam went on a wicked adventure to america he went to yeah. america and that was just after combinations from the masters was pressed up yeah and we were talking about like what we weren't sure what we were doing next we weren't you know necessarily as confident as we are today we're like oh what's you know what what's the next right move kind of yeah, thing what do yeah, we want yeah. what do we want to do yeah and adam had sussed out that to fucking do a seven inch he would be yeah. a relatively fucking smart yeah, thing yeah yeah um so there wasn't a lot of portable stuff going yeah, on right had, then but it was becoming up. a thing and yeah, the, and, was, and, part, yeah. and, a, and a massive like part of the portable scene like before it was a scene was a thread on digital vertigo yeah where, yeah, like, yeah i know the thread yeah, yeah where people like rastery and um uh wax inspector, wax inspector yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to tony in berlin yeah and like they were like super advanced with the yeah, portable yeah, thing you yeah. know they've been doing it for years like yeah um, like I'd tried a few years before with a really rubbish passive fader and like really badly soldered it into mine. Like, but they were like next level. They had it all sussed out. Yeah. They'd taken the whole thing apart, like put mm. new speakers in it. And like, oh, they were like light years ahead of everyone else. Yeah. And like, so yeah, added clocked onto all of that yeah. going on as well. And was just like, yeah, like people are crying out for that sort of thing. There's, there was a couple of scratch records. Like, I think there was like a super seal one, but it was super rare yeah. and like scratching on, Vestax portables was kind of I'd seen a couple of videos of it mm, or something mm, but like the portable thing hadn't blown up yet and then everything just kind of happened at the yeah. same time with that with like people various people coming out with their own fader yeah people breaking down really, how to yeah. how to do it yourself and everything and so, so it just so the third like, one yeah. was a seven inch then the third record was a seven inch yeah, was that, yeah. And, you, and the way you guys did if I remember right the split version right yeah kind we of, just put yeah because it was like we're idea. never going to fit everything on the seven yeah. so like let's um do like a kind of I don't know you call it like a best of or whatever combinations like, of the combinations yeah and yeah combinations, <laughs> combinations with rhythms with rhythm and, with rhythm and flow. flow was how yeah, it yeah, worked yeah, out yeah. Right. which yeah, confuses yeah, yeah, yeah. the hell out of people because we <laughs> yeah, forgot oh, man, to put yeah. the title of the record on the album oh, yeah, cover. instead like a, we put each you know a labeling nightmare yeah, wasn't anyway. it or something like or whatever but it's offered much confusion to many uh, record shops <laughs> but yeah so then that so that was that was cool and. Um, that was like a, that was like a really well received project. That was a really well received project. We were surprised yeah. at how well it was received. We didn't we like Sly was saying we didn't re, we you know we knew people were getting into portable shit, mm. but we didn't realize it would blow up like it did. And um, it's a popular uh, it's a popular record for yeah. portable. It's like many people's favorite. And yeah. so that, and by then like we, because kind of parallel to that like we'd got involved with the community scratch music scene. Yeah, and like. That was something that both of us had again, like separately, found out about and sort of wanted so, to wanted to go. And we, we, we. What was the first year then that you guys went and and went down to the, either the barbecue or, or the games? I was meant to go six years, five yes, five and a half years ago. My kid was 
going to be born the same week. <laughs> that of, was my deal of, when I went there. It was going to be born the same week um, that my kid was born. And I had permission to go. Yeah, my girlfriend yeah, at the yeah. time said, you know what? She knew how into scratching I was. You know, like I was, yeah, this is back yeah, when yeah. I was like doing all my um, drilling and stuff. And she said, no, man, you can do it. And I was like, and Jimmy had given me the nudge, you know, I'd kind of felt out like, I was like, I found this video online. It was the fucking Scratchworks video um, that they put together of the 2011 barbecue tour, I think it was. Mm. And there's this part with Jim Manipulate where he's got the bar of gold and he's got his little kid. It's like a bit it's of like a... It's like 2009, I think. That, okay, so that yeah. Because yeah. Like, yeah, I remember watching the same video and being like, whoa, this, that's like well, so cool. Like, so the, year, the year's wrong, but I was like, I was like, oh my God, this shit exists. Like I need to meet this fucking human. Yeah. And I couldn't, I hadn't figured out at that point if like they were still doing stuff or what it was. I didn't even understand like what G-O-D, you know, nozzle, community scratch music. Like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. that was kind of like the opening of the port that got me kind of talking to Jimmy P asking like what's the deal like if I come down what's going on and he just said you come down you got a battle you sleep on my couch all gonna be good <laughs> you know and the first year I screwed it up I had my kid it didn't work but the next year I made sure not to fuck it up I got on that plane and um, I just you know made my way to Galway randomly and I remember walking around to the beer house kind of half lost and I met Valance in an alleyway <laughs> he was nice, the first nice. he was the first guy Valance was I standing met Valance in an alleyway, in an alleyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> outside uh, outside the barbecue yeah. uh, probably the same year or something crematorium wall but he'd always he always Darcy always went to the, he started going to the games in Galway yeah, yeah the yeah, first yeah, event yeah, I went yeah. to was the barbecue I went to I went to barbecue in like 20 2010 I think because it must have been like after I'd, yeah, I'd missed all that it was going to the games in Ireland that brought me to the barbecue I kind of yeah, yeah. didn't clock that there was this big mm, thing mm, going mm. on like there was so, these guys were doing so much stuff like the whole community scratch music crew that like it was all out there but I didn't understand all the links between everything really yeah. you know like people were just doing shit and not promoting it really too hard they were just fucking yeah yeah this, I mean in the states time. I'd see the videos and uh that was like the extent of what I could find, you know? Yeah. Well, they were promoting it, but just like not in the same way as everyone else. So it didn't get like the... They were, they were putting it in your ear, but, yeah. you know, they weren't trying to sell it to you at all. They were like, yeah, like here's some sure. dope shit to listen to. And that was the end of it. And I, I went up there that year and fucking had the most amazing weekend of my life. Three days of no sleep, man. Got home fucking looking like a goddamn mess. You know, clothes <laughs> falling off my body. I thought when Jimmy told me I had a place to stay, I thought that might meant a room with a bed or something. <laughs> it just meant, no, mate, you gotta, you got to scratch your ass off for a bunch of days. Um, and it was cool, man. I'd, ne like, I'd never seen shit like that go down at all, you know. Yeah, like the buzz, yeah. the buzz of, that, of my first time going was like just mental, man. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, and Cy came. Cy Cy was up there. The next, yeah, the next so, year a bunch of humans came up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you went the the year before I I came the first time to Galway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like I I came down to a few of these basically to the few of the barbecues because we and we would always arrange a scratch Sunday to be in the Rye Studio because it was nearby and like and I'd, uh, I'd see all the trying to coordinate it all you know I'd see pictures of it but I didn't clock it at one point I confused the two like I almost thought it was one thing going on yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, I, wasn't, yeah, yeah. I wasn't fully sure what the deal well, was that, well and that's how the two things became one it became one thing because yeah, it was yeah. like why uh, they were like why are you going off on the Sunday to have Scratch Sunday when we have a scratch session at the end of this anyway and there's amazing stuff you know because we'd have to leave like an hour early or something so that we mm, could like mm, get them mm. or whatever and it was like, why don't we just do that here? Is yeah. it, you know? so, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so it became more of a, uh, I can't the Scratch Sunday 
part of it became a feature of the yeah. barbecue and the regular thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. And that, so like that got us kind of like, you know, clued into what the hell was going on over in Ireland. And, um, that got us kind of like fucking just hearing all the music and hearing all that stuff and got us had gave us the idea to like, you know, maybe we could release some music. You know, that was kind of like an well, idea. Well, actually, was- we've come with combinations from the masters. We got the test pressings for combinations like the day before. We've had loads of lucky times like this. Like this time we just had a box arrive just in time for this. But like yeah. that's happened loads yeah, of times. Just lucky breaks like that. Where it's just Yeah. So it, so at the um at the games that time, we we had the test pressings. Like we we got extra test pressings done so that we could give a few out to some yeah, of the heads out yeah, there. Yeah. And like they arrived uh, the day of the the games or something. You know, I remember like stamping. Yeah. We put stamps yeah. on yeah, them and stuff, yeah, so we're like yeah. stamping them all over in the hotel room and like wafting, oh, yeah. wafting them to keep wild. them dry, that so we could put them get, so we yeah, could get yeah. them given to people. But man, there's people still rocking those. Like they came out really heavy, even yeah. like they weren't perfect, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but like. People still working on it. Danny Depot made a whole album out of his. Like, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, those little lucky breaks are always really cool. Like, yeah, they often they often like lead to more Definitely. stuff happening. Yeah, man. So then, uh, so that's record number three, four was, was, uh, four was just stay funky like that. that was yeah. like and a, that was like a follow up. That was kind of like yeah, let's, let's jump on this and and yeah. um, and make it again and. Yeah. And then by that time, we were also talking, we kind of made it parallel to the Zara record because we were also talking to the NMCP guys. Yeah, the yeah so guys. that's what I was curious. How did you come across them? I mean, how did you guys meet up or start talking? So I met, I think I just met them through um, uh, this the, the video chat room that people used to scratch on. Like people, people go on Tiny on Chat. On Pal Tag or Tiny Chat? Yeah. Tiny Chat, yeah. It's like Pal Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, take it in turns to scratch with and you can you can show each other your, your cuts or your routines or whatever and um yeah those guys popped up on there i think and um was chatting to them and i think i was like showing off one of those dub plates to them or something or something like that but they clocked they clocked something about dub plates and messaged me privately about it and were like oh yeah uh, we've got we've got something to show you and they showed me these videos these like they, they kept it all secret back then they had these like private vi- videos on youtube they gave me the link for that of like this lathe that they built and i was like you built a lathe like i i know that's like one of the most complicated things you could be you could do like no way you build a lathe built yeah. a lathe and they're like yeah man we like studied it five years like we couldn't get one cent to us so we just built it <laughs> we just learned how to do it and build it ourselves and, like, i was just like man that's like incredible and like we we shared loads of common interest with scratching and stuff there was another dude in belarus called electro food he'd also yeah, come on, on, yeah. the, on the on the video chat thing and we just like nerd out about like they were making these incredible beats um and they were cutting dub plates for all of the heads in russia and eastern europe mm. that were making like this sort of type of almost i wouldn't say throwback hip-hop because it's 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 a modern yeah it's a modern sound to it you know it's like but they, they've they've collected old samplers and stuff they want that sound right from those old samplers and recording onto tape or whatever but then they like make like the modern equivalent of that you know yeah some amazing stuff anyway basically like they're tuned into loads of amazing stuff going on that are going out there and everyone gets their stuff cut with them they they put out like the dope on plastic series Uh as a series of dub plates like there's volumes one or two you Mm. buy like i can't remember it's like seven little dub plates and they got two tunes, one on each side. They cut them themselves, man. Like, they're on, they're entirely themselves. Like, yeah. So like, oh, yeah. So we, we we did a project with those guys, 
I went out when we had the when we had combinations from the Masters. They invited me out to Belarus, and I did a we did a couple of gigs out there. Um, they were like they had their dub plates. Um, I I, we, I had the combination from from the Masters records, and like we were both we were both doing the same thing, like making these ultra pitch vocal. The you know the emphasis yeah. on vocal sounds, and like we could we could see what each other's records were doing without even having to listen to them, you know, like, cause we, did, you know, we were both yeah, in doing it in the same the, way. The way. So it was really up. cool. Like, and that was when I realized like the, how functional these things were, you know, that we didn't even have to explain them to each other. It's just like, yeah, cool. It's like on this clock, there's four or whatever, you know, however you want to explain it. Right. Like you can, you can see where the sounds are going to be. Yeah. It's like, man, you don't even need like headphones really. And like, just, so yeah, that, it was it was cool to see that, and so we did a project with them, which was the first yeah. our record, and that, that was the first project we did with um, anybody out of cut and paste records. Yeah. So we kind of wanted to suss out if that was something that we could do, if we could work with other people in a successful yeah. way that was yeah. like um, still you know community oriented basis, like yeah, like well, and we wanted to work out if we could sell people the records with music on it yeah. as well with as well as scratch sounds because like right. would, would yeah, people yeah. freak out with like why isn't that why didn't you just put the 90 bpm version the 99 yeah. bpm version yeah, on, the, yeah, other on side, the other side you know like as a, the kind of that had become and kind of a like format you're, yeah you're yeah. getting more was, stuff like you're gonna get tunes you're gonna get all your well, loops exactly and yeah you're and, gonna get tunes. And, the, and these guys were making such amazing beats like electro food yeah yeah and nq yeah, and knocker they were just their yeah. beats are just like next level and it was like they've got to go on wax so this is the opportunity to do it so we sacrificed the, the yeah. having a different bpm of scratch samples mm -hmm. for having a side of tunes and a side of skip proofs and you know once once upon a time it was so successful with all that dirt style stuff you know with all the beats on one well exactly yeah that's how so like it wasn't like, it wasn't like drastically you know yeah. but I remember massively us, risky yeah. idea but i just you remember know, us being kind of like oh i was anyway i was like oh are people are still going to be into it are they going to be like freaking out and be like why don't you have it like this but anyway <laughs> well, like the, people yeah. were feeling the beats and people were feeling yeah. the cuts and the whole vibe of the thing, like the they did this amazing. Were dope on that. The loops were great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, really the, good the, and really, really good raw, choice. like yeah, really yeah. fucking, really gritty, really gritty exactly. raw loops. And, and that, they and they also and the artwork they got done was just incredible as yeah. well. Like it was so, then like, how did it work on that? Like that's all their side. Like who who was creating the loops? You know who was putting? I know the beats is all them. That's uh, uh, all a combination of work between the, all of you. Right? Yeah, we they would send. We just worked together over the internet. Like yeah, they would yeah, yeah. send me loops. Like they they could cut themselves test pressings and stuff. So they they gave me a test pressing. They cut like a ten inch dub plate um, with most of the sounds on it there, and they're like, this is our this is our shit that we cut with, you mm. know? And so, yeah, we basically used most of that and rearranged it a little bit to make it more kind of easy to interpret if, you know, or whatever, yeah. like just to, to line it all up nice. And like, um, and we also, I, I added a few things. Like I, I, I chucked in a few things that I thought would be cool. Like offered them up as ideas, like, and, yeah. and they were like, yeah, yeah. Put that one in there. And like, they, it's, it all just got chopped and changed into a, into a bigger thing. Mm. And then I also hit them up for some instrument um, samples because we always thought yeah. it was important to, the first one we didn't do it, but we always thought it was important to include some, if it's going to be a scratch tool, like include some drum, at least some drums and some tones. Yeah. It's like combinations got some tones that are in key with each other and there's some drums on there as well. Well, that like, was a funny thing for a long time in the beginning, we'd been going to sessions at the Super Scratch Sunday and like, no, it was a hard to get people into jamming on a musical level a little yeah. bit sometimes. You know, yeah. so we yeah. want even though to, you've got like eight people yeah. cutting at the same time, and that you could you're just like guys, you could do so much right now. We yeah, all yeah, yeah. all know we're capable of doing it because we all 
cut, you know, all day. Yeah, and a few years ago it had been and, a little bit harder then. But, but yeah, we were like, you it know, was, it's difficult getting the like, just getting the vibe time going. To, time guess, to get a little more musical shit going on. Right. Um, yeah, so that was a dope. But yeah, it was, it was kind of a thing that we wanted to kind of, let's always sneak some of these things just so they're out there. And, and also having just tones. We yeah. were just, me and Darcy have always felt, yeah. felt like there's not enough of them out there. So we just like, if, if every record we could do has some tones on it, then it's like just adding to the pool of stuff that anyone that's into that. Oh, can pool, the pool of tool. Synth pool library. of tool, yeah. yeah. But like, um, yeah, with the Zara record, that was the first one that we really put some effort into the musical side of things as well. Like I hit them up for like some stems from the, from the beats that mm-hmm. they make and like clocked them all up to the to the grid and just sort of added it on as a little extra at the end, like some yeah, little ultra yeah. pitch. Yeah, I remember, so, I remember noticing that. Yeah. yeah, and like they came out a bit quiet and stuff because we, we didn't, we were still learning how to like master stuff and everything as well, mm. done, you know, learning as we go. So like they came a bit quiet, but it was wicked to have them out there and have it as an option and like just yeah. develop the whole kind of musical side of it a little bit more offering up just offering up those sort of tools to people and if they're not there people aren't going to make that sort of stuff and i i want to see more of that stuff personally like people making stuff live like you know and that was cool that was that kind of led to some like pretty amazing drastic shit going on after you know one of the not the next record the next record was a follow-up to Zara record it was the the seven inch that came out yeah which was pretty much just a question of rearranging stuff yeah and And we did that one on purple Wax yeah, yeah, that's, for the that's first. My, that's my I think go-to. was that the first time yeah. we did the. That was the first the color color we did. Wax, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the purple. I got the. Purple. And it actually, it came out like a, it, it, for some reason, purple for whatever not reason is a bad color. color. And like, color you know, we didn't know that time, but it sort of wore out quicker. But like, yeah, but it's a dope record. There were less loops on there because we a lot. Despite people liking um, the first seven inch that went out so much, you know there was a lot of content on there. The bands were yeah, pretty thin. Yeah, they were. And for thin. some people, it was like it was it was great to have so much stuff on there, but it was a little bit of a pain in the ass to have yeah, to be so exact, exact with it. Yeah. With a with a portable as well too, because you might you know end up skipping quite a bit too. And then yeah, yeah, and back then there, you didn't have like the Jesse Dean yeah, tone arms exactly, and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah there's one of yeah. so like, yeah, so it was really, so, and that so was the, kind of why like. At the time, it was sort of like you didn't not necessarily notice that that record burned out so quick. Yeah, I don't think we clocked it immediately because it's just like you're cutting on portables. Like, of course, it's, it's bad for the record. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you want from this thing? Like, but then by uh, you know after a while, people were modding them up and putting proper needles on there and stuff, and it's like, no, there's definitely this thing's a bit fucky. So we re- we re- repressed it in like black yeah, to we- make sure it was like yeah. okay, you yeah. Know, like, Oh, yeah. that was the reason. I thought just because you know he sold a million copies, and it was time for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man! Well, yeah, there was other there was other mad stuff with that as well. Yeah, like they pressed up a bunch that were like that were like worn out. Like yeah. they, they all came out warped. And yeah. Like it, it happens, you know. It's not like yeah, a, yeah. And so like we we heard the factory, and they really sound about it. They were like, yep, yeah, just like give us an edge, like count them up, and like tell us roughly but how many it is cool add, that, you the know, poor, add the poor guy had to go through manually and like yeah. check every single record, see how flat it was pulled out about 300 and we were just like so that's so they sorted us out so I had like a bunch of warped ones for years but you know that so of all the records we've had that is the most popular one that's the one that we've sold the most of out of yeah man yeah 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 Yeah, it was like really really well received man you know like everybody everybody really liked that one it just works because it's like simple but it's got really dope really dope content on it you know and having the Zara on one side and the um 
the funky like that. Funky like that on the other, yeah. you know, it's like two slightly different vibes, but kind of both the yeah. same. Yeah, it was vibe. really dope. Like for back then they were they were ten pounds they were ten pounds still. And like yeah, for ten yeah. pounds you'd get like the best of two records. Two records. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was same like, with the first one. Like yeah. that was a great so idea, I thought. And the whole the, the whole time this was going on, like every year now we'd go to Galway. Every year that was like just that was absolutely happened. Oh yeah. Um that's like with, locked in. Yeah. Oh. And we were getting injected with all sorts of mad music from um all the boys up there um and we'd jimmy had put us some crave david into our ears it's like mad yeah. electronic fucking him and his roommate who's a bassist um make this mad fucking techno they're long arms yeah mr <laughs> long arms man and um we had to, at this point we had talked about seriously exploring trying to get some real music out there yeah. you know um the, on za we were a little bit like kind of worried about it we were like we're going to force feed it to you a little bit you know like we're putting it on there but we we thought that mostly people would be buying it for the loops you know we didn't think that it would be mo- necessarily the biggest attraction would be the music on there yeah we were still pretty nervous about yeah. like putting out a, an only music record right yeah, so yeah. it was like you know, I'd said to Jimmy, I was like, you know, can I sneak a couple of, just a couple of scratch sounds on there at the end? Like there will be a little secret bit at the end, but just so it can, we can still say for heads, so that heads that are in, into it just for the scratching aren't going to go, oh, it's got no scratching, I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's quite funny, like we were, we were quite far removved from any techno scenes whatsoever, you know, Sai and Adam and I. Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah, it was a real techno-y sound to, yeah, to right. a lot of the records. Yeah, I, so, well, I, we, we I lo- don't even know what I'm saying, if, it's, it may, if someone listened to it and said, that's not techno, but, you know, for us, like, we didn't know what to classify yeah, it yeah, as yeah. or how to like no, we, how our, to yeah how to market our, yeah. some music yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. we don't know what we're doing we, we had friends who were making dope music and we were like you know what this is we're, we're in a position yeah. where we could you know be risky and try to release this and what what the hell are we doing this for yeah. we're, we're doing this to be able to and if it's not and if it's not going to be jimmy yeah that we're going to yeah, yeah, sell yeah. something yeah. for then like who is it like, yeah, like yeah, you yeah, know yeah, it's yeah, like what he's he's done he's made this thing All happened this, that's just like yeah. totally crucial you know like yeah so um so yeah funny. but also like i mean it was funny though because like at that point like him and luke you know jimmy they'd stop giving a fuck about what uh scratch beats should or shouldn't sound like yeah. a long time ago yeah, just definitely. making their own thing that, that was scratch music you know but like they weren't trying to make him sound like anything else so like a lot of people were just like totally shocked by how different it was when it was the real like fast stuff and they were just like why isn't it why what you know i cut over hip-hop beats mate like where's all the eight i mean I, 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 I got you guys you guys gave me a test pressing and then i would put it on and just cut to it and i was like oh shit this is something hard and different yeah. and so i just i cut to it a lot like but but the other thing that had us buzzed about it is that what's on there is some seriously like special music for yeah. like if you look into it when you know we were like these guys that are on it he'd, he'd got yeah valence drakes to do a remix and he'd got um alex lennon to do a remix the person yeah like and those guys are, are in some serious stuff in 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 their musical yeah. sort of yeah, spheres yeah, yeah, yeah. and jimmy's got the link with them as you know he's, he's those guys mates yeah. like, and Balance has been coming to these events as, for years. Like, yep. yeah, we both all the connections were there. Though, so it was yeah. all like perfect, you know. Yeah. And like, yeah. But they, but some seriously dope music by people that are like heads in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Serious, and, what, you know, like what I'd say is serious scenes. You know, 
whatever. Jimmy, Jimmy that, and like, CSM and like they've been doing this already, you know, like that, like Valance put out a record on like, yeah, Valance's Al- first Al- record Al- was on Al- 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 Yeah. So yeah. this is, they, they've been, they've been already doing all this, you know, but we wanted to see if like we could like kind of like follow in that like frame of mind of fucking putting out dope music by the fucking people that, yeah. you know, we were and at if, this point getting inspired by and hanging out with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if Jimmy was going to send us, Whatever he was going to send us, we were going to put it out because yeah. it was like, it's Jimmy. I'm sure I know he knows what he's doing. And it's funny and though like, that that record's like all over the place. It's in a bunch of scratch. It's like a you know a bunch of scratch shops and stuff. You know, like you know, it's. But it was also cool, like having, you know, for you being able to for Darcy being able to go into a random record shop and go, hey, I sell records. Are you interested in buying a few of us? Being able to say like. This is some next level uh, electronic yeah. music. Here's some like beats from Russia. By the way, it's got some scratch, scratch sounds on it. You know, he didn't. Yeah, 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 it yeah. didn't. See, it took this sort of super niche side of it. Yeah. Started chipping away at that yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. saying, Made "Look, yeah, we broad. do. There's other stuff going on. You know, it's not yeah, just yeah. these weird tool records that you put on and want to just like scream because it's just why are you looping this. You know, so anyone that <laughs> listens to records would put one of those on and just be like." what the hell is going on here? <laughs> like, and like, so, so it can be a bit hard to explain that to some random shop in Canada selling jazz and Darcy yeah, wonders in yeah. just being like, hey, like, there's some really good music. <laughs> he can say that, you know, he, he, it's, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool, can, but like more variety, man. Like, yeah, more yeah, variety, like, exactly. Like, and like, some, and some, some serious notes. music that people are going to actually pay so, attention to rather than just like, here's some endless loops um, and 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 really bare, bare beats for practicing over. You know, it's not just right, about right, right, about right, functionality. Right. It's about like the finished music that people yeah. make with this stuff as well. You know, yeah. And yeah, the, like also the, the Lordcore project kind of started happening not too long after that. There were a lot of other fun like in yeah. the ba- in the background. There was lots of meeting up and doing sessions and like yeah. lots of music getting made. You know, people, yeah. There's lots of stuff getting made and like. But we weren't. We we were still not sure that we'd be able to sell a whole five hundred copies of something. Or, yeah, you know, like yeah, it was yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were. So we started like it was actually Jim's idea, like Manipulum's yeah. idea to do lawcore. Where he's like, let's do like use the Russian guys to do like limited runs. They could cut like thirty copies mm-hmm. in a realistic amount yeah. of time. You know, for for yeah. a decent amount amount of money and like. So yeah, we were like, we want to find out. another vehicle to be able to fucking like release all this dope music that was getting made with like the records yeah. that were coming out and, and like put them out as like a limited edition thing, like yeah, a yeah, dub plate yeah, thing yeah, yeah. that people could have a copy of. Yeah, but or, you know, of, put it out, digital. put it out on digital so that you're yeah. not being like, oh, you can only buy it. Yeah, like you yeah, know, like, I always miss the the window on the on the records. And yeah, they, oh man, that first one, man, like it was crazy. Like it, I remember, like we just sat there and just watched it sell out yeah it's like, disappear yeah, 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 I can't yeah, yeah. remember a few hours or something it was just like what they're all gone like and yeah. it was only 30 but for us it was like mad you know there's yeah, you know, yeah, the, the, yeah. that can happen quickly you know we thought it would take a few weeks for it to work yeah to get yeah yeah they went out quick like real quick i was like oh i see that i will do that when i get off work yeah, and then yeah, was like, yeah it was that bad oh, i gotta buy the digital one yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was wicked and really encouraging and, and so we we're like yeah we'll do that again we'll do another one of those so we want to like volume four now yeah fourth one was valence yeah um, yeah 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 uh joe clockwork did one yeah tools he his one was amazing like he he just like he put so I was chatting, I was laughing at him today about it, like because he was he, he not laughing at him. I was like, we were just chatting about it. Like he was uh, he put so much effort into the sound of it because he's like just so good at with like producing stuff yeah. and making it sound really mm-hmm. nice. His cuts are like really sharp and like yeah. he's just really good at getting it right, you know. 
And he was making these, he like set himself a challenge of making tracks entirely out of like, he'd pick a famous scratch record, like Super Duck Breaks and make a, right. a track using like every sound yes. on it, just in one track and like chopping the whole thing up into like this mega like nice. thing. And it was like, man, that's so like up our, up our street. Like, and um, yeah. so he did a few, tra- he did four tracks, two of them went on the, on the wax and, yeah. uh, and then to the, the other, the other two you could get on the, on the band camp. And um, they were amazing. And he made, that was, he made that one after we'd done, so then, yeah, it was Crave David and then it was Samaya. Yeah. Um, and he made a track using entirely Samaya's record that, that had recently yeah. come out. Oh, and really? so Samaya is like, a guy that makes I know him from Bristol he came and played a, a, a night that um, me and my mate Mirapid put on called uh, Ghosted oh, Ghosted Sessions yeah, yeah we yeah. used to like just we wanted a, a, a night to just put on uh, electronic music and beats but like the more chilled stuff and like for it to be like a sit down gig and come and chill and yeah. like, it was like on a Sunday and like for you to just hear some people that might make stuff entirely out of weird drones and, and, and equipment and stuff or like someone that's making you know it's not all like banging club stuff right, that was right, the right, idea right. like there's so much club music in Bristol but like there was not a lot of really chilled ones and Samaya was someone that played at that and and I was just like man it's so dope he, I think he invited me up for a cut on something and we just like really locked in straight away like musically it was just like so yeah struck up a good friendship there and ended up playing a few just, we, we, me and him just ended up playing a few times at gig, like turning up at the same gig and play, both being playing there and it was like oh wicked yeah we'll do the same thing and have a, I'll have a cut of your beats and um, eventually we hit him up about doing a record um, and thought we'd follow the same format with the as the Za record Sad, beat yeah. a side of beats side of uh, scratches and at this time we started to try to get into maybe like promoting what we were doing a little bit better like trying to key yeah. up releases with maybe events Mm. And stuff in a very simple way. Um, with the Alchemy Files, we teamed up with the Gardens. With um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam, we did like, we did, like, we did it was like, our first like launch party. Yeah, first was, uh, like kind of attaching a launch party. Yeah, to I remember record. seeing that event. Yeah. yeah, they did this thing that we, me and Adam, the Scratch Sunday guys, had been going to the Meeting of Styles, which is a big graffiti. Thing that happens at the at yeah. the United Gardens, yeah. uh, Jim Vision kind of hosts it all over it basically and uh, puts it together. And yeah, he was like, "Yeah, we want acts like what you guys are doing, like kind of up all day and, and and stuff like that." You know. Um, and we were trying to advance a little bit on like what new kind of stuff we could do to sort of help. You yeah. Know, so for maybe- one of, for one of their events, we were like, "Can we do like this? Can we, we've got a record coming out. Can we like?" do a launch party essentially like and they were like yeah cool you just run it run one of the stages for the day and like and do your thing nice so um yeah so samaya came over um double dutch played didn't he and like um yeah no it was was john played i think john first played at that one it was a mix of stuff it was all sorts going on man it was it was it turned out to be amazing outdoor yeah beautiful day like 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 super scratch time you start wax you know the whole crew showed up yeah crews Um, crews had started going places with portables as well so there's a little portable session going on and like yeah it was really good vibes man and like yeah samaya did his thing his record kit was was awesome um and it had more musical content and again you know it stepped that up a bit as well he'd let me dig through all of his he gave me like an, an NPC card. He makes everything on his NPC and he just gave me a card's worth of stuff and was just like, there you go. Like those are all the sort of sounds I use. And I just went through them and found stuff that would work 
as nice. scales for a skip proof or yeah, as, as yeah, like a tone yeah. or whatever and like yeah and then threw some vocals in there as well and like it, it, it became like a really nice record and he and he did the artwork as well like the artwork was, yeah, the artwork was, was wicked dope. like Steve Salmon did the artwork for um, Craig David and yeah. like the, yeah the, that had become a thing of like we, the Zara record had been amazing artwork Steve had done amazing artwork for uh, the Craig David um, and Samaya did this he'd been working on this paint he paints as well and he'd, he'd been working on this painting the whole time he'd, he made loads of those beats that, that whole sort of period and I'd always thought in the back of my head I really wanted it as the cover but like I didn't want to like push him in one way or yeah, the other yeah, you know yeah. like and yeah just I was so happy the day he was like you know what man you know that painting I've been doing like <laughs> I was thinking about using that for the cover and I was like yes <laughs> so we got it scanned in all nice and like yeah. uh yeah did some stuff to it I think we inverted it it was it's actually the, the originals the other the opposite colors but okay. uh, it looked better on in black and white and this was quite like scale like it looked better at the time that all this was going down we had started reaching out to other people um to try to work on like more than one project at once yeah a little yeah, bit yeah. there been like lots of other stuff brewing in the background we'd We'd like connected. I connected with Red Mist online to try to ship him some of our records. I was like, you know, that's like my job is to get records in people's hands. Yeah. And I would, I would, he was the head in Chile. Like, well, he, I would try to, yeah, I would try to find scrap sessions and like just get like, you know, a stack of 10 records out to people. Yeah. Right. And, and you know, the guy running sessions and being the, mm. the kind of, well, it was so expensive to send them from uh, the UK to Chile and I would go back to Canada every summer. Yeah. And it happened to be that he was up in the States at that point. So I shipped him a stack of records. So cheaper to send it from Canada. Yeah, from yeah, Canada right, to nice. the States. It, worked, <laughs> yeah, it just worked yeah, out yeah. better that time. Um, and he got it, and it all worked out. It was a big mission, like everybody like running around way too much to get 10 records. But it all, it, like, it all worked out really well. And um, at the same time, I, we were getting all clocked onto his dope beats at the games and stuff like that. Yeah, he yeah. Was put, like he was putting out all these epic loopers. Yeah, he yeah. really, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. like yeah. Hard, really good sound and stuff. Yeah, um, and he was just sick on the cut. And like he'd been, him and the, we hadn't seen him as like what became modus operandi, but um, yeah, there was also FSO out there that he yeah. he'd released something with community scratch music through through yeah, Jimmy, so like, yeah, 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 crazy. Um, and so it was like, oh right, there's the you know these crazy and and Chile went out to Chile, yeah, we like, went, Dan, we Dan went, went out there, and that, I remember that being a massive thing, and like. Yeah, you know, we were like, yeah, these guys are doing really sick stuff. So, um, yeah, that, that, so he eventually, we ended up started doing doing a project. With well, this project stuff. was fo followed up on the Alchemy Files, and Alchemy Files went a lot more deep into instrumental loops. Yeah. That was the first yeah, record that, that was, went deep on, you know. When we're that putting, came out, I just got a loop pedal, and I was like, yeah. I exactly. That and that, we were talking a lot <laughs> that about that. That was exactly the idea. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. At this yeah. point. Loop, loop pedal and yeah. DJ band. Like yeah. Bassist, yeah. Yeah. you know, like. But to keep it skip proof so that it was like you could just jump onto it, you didn't feel out of your depth or like a lot of a lot of musical records that are, have great content, but it's not skip proof. And so right. in whatever situation, it can if be it's hard not perfect, to find it's like, damn, you, you know, like it can be, bit, yeah. it can, it can ruin stuff. And so like, yeah, it was kind of trying to make that happen a bit more, more sort of skip proof yeah, musical yeah, yeah. content being out there. And it was dope. Like people really liked it. People started doing fucking Definitely. dope shit with it. And, um, Red Mist, Diego was like, I'm going to go all in. Yeah. He had like a, loads of ideas on the like hardcore instrumental fucking yeah. scratch record. And, um, yeah, he, he did go in and we, we he, put in like, he, he, he spent he, a year, yeah, he did more a year over a year. The, yeah. We met at Adam's house and we were talking, chatting to him online 
And uh, he sent us some tunes that he'd made with the other two guys of Modus Operandi with Gauss and FSO. And we're like, what is this? This is fucking spectacular, mate. Like, this is some, we're fucking in love with this. And we sussed out that we could all work together and like uh, get a fucking dope record out. Yeah. So but, he started make he started putting together loops yeah. and, and deconstructing tunes of his yeah. to, to make them into loops. And yeah. you know he, he had it down and um, we he, he made loads of stuff and like he just wanted help with how to sort of arrange it on the record and like how to. Yeah. And so we did we did loads of back and forth, just bouncing it in different ways <laughs> and looking at different shapes and yeah. different style. And we 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 came up with like the idea of like with Serato, like um, you've got, you, you know, with Serato records, you've got every minute there's right. a track and it looks kind of like a skip proof. Yeah. But then yeah. They're, they're grouped into bands of five. Mm-hmm. So you can see every five minutes and it sort of breaks the records up nice. So we're like, why don't we do like, you've got so much stuff, you've got too much stuff for one record. So let's like break it down into the essential ones that we want. And then we'll put in in between, like we've been doing with the other records, put little secret ones in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll also break it down into like the first five tracks will be like the vocals and then the next five mm. tracks will be the drums and the next five tracks will be the bass. Yeah, I really and like so how could, that style was set up actually. Yeah, so it was like an easy map to yeah, the follow. the second you mess with it you, a few times, you know like, okay, like oh, I want to start using some vocals. But yeah. Yeah, you don't have like, to know exactly where everything is, but it's like... Yeah. You know, this is a drum you, section, much, this is the exactly, brass yeah. section. It's like, yeah. yeah. Somebody's like, you got drums? You're like, yep, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna land on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was like a that was a cool thing of that, and and his mate um, mastered it as well, and mm-hmm. like that's something that you know, like I said, like we gradually learn each time, like how to yeah make it sound better, you know. Not it. and um, he had his mate mastering it, and he was really good at mastering yeah. it. He like because he was a scratcher as well, so he kind of could tell so both sides of the like coming at it from an audio because a lot of making a scratch record goes against a lot of audio engineers best wishes training you know just their fundamental knowledge of like what is actually the best thing to do they're just like why would you do that but we we were talking for us it's kind of like sacrificing some of those perfections to to be able to do scratch scratch records you know like what's a good example of that like like the the ultra pitch thing like right yeah yeah, yeah. you, you absolutely shouldn't cut a record not at the speed that it's supposed to be played at. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? You're 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 messing Lose with the fidelity. Like, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. it's kind of like resolution. Like you're you're messing yeah. with and like and there's a bunch of like, of other reasons with the ultra pitch thing that it's like it's kind of wrong. You're working against yourself. <laughs> yeah, you're really working <laughs> yeah. against it. But like, again, it's a bit like with the thing with the skip skip with the portable things and the fact that they all get beaten up and it's kind of like who cares it's on portables yeah. with this it's kind of like who, who cares it's on it's a scratch record yeah we're you know? scratching all we're doing is destroying if I made it, if I made it really high fidelity <laughs> yeah. you know super high fidelity anyway like yeah. it's gonna get destroyed anyway so it doesn't <laughs> really matter but like yeah there's stuff like I mean if you think about it like you know how human hearing is like yeah, 20 yeah. 20, uh, 20 hertz whatever. to 20,000 hertz yeah, yeah. somewhere in there so we, we've already like sped the con- the audio up to put it on an ultra pitch thing you've sped everything up Oops. yeah sped the whole thing up um and so all the frequencies that would normally be right at the top of what you could hear have now been pushed right up to probably stuff you can't even hear and maybe mm-hmm. a sound card doesn't even go that high yeah, so it's all getting yeah, chopped yeah, off yeah. Right. then it gets cut by a cutting head that only does those frequencies anyway yeah. and then you play it back down at half speed again so you've probably <laughs> just chopped off a whole load of stuff like yeah um but it still sounds you know it still, it still sounds, sounds good, good. Yeah. like so it was, like it's nice you know if you really went into it and like analyzed it i'm sure like the 99 
and 80, uh, 80, 83, speech, like yeah. there's sort of more, there's normal, uh, normal pitch mm. loops will probably be like a nicer sound, sound like better, an over, yeah, yeah. like a higher resolution or whatever, but like yeah. it's perfectly fine for cutting, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, but yeah, man. Um, so yeah, that t- that was like red mists thing. Like it, again, it just every each time it just felt like it was stepping up with yeah, quality. Was, yeah, stuff he, was, he did his own art as well. Like and and it was awesome. And uh, he had this whole vision for yeah. it all. And and in the background, yeah. in the meantime, like every year we go back to Ireland again, and like always, like new humans, just like we came there, new yeah. humans yeah, all yeah, the time, yeah, new, new humans. Yeah. Yeah. Time. And, and everyone's just like, and that yeah, re- everyone that's there is amazing you know that every, everyone's showcases are always just amazing like yeah and you're just like oh is there so much of this good stuff happening and it, it's still being relatively small you know it doesn't have like a big a, a huge international yeah, following yeah. one year they did that jimmy did like a little private session in his uh, basement before the shows and like one of the loopers that was like massively featured was Diego's. Yeah. And yeah, everybody yeah. was so like, this is fucking like, this is yeah, that's as, as always the best shit. And it was like, why isn't Diego here? Like, where's like, why, <laughs> yeah, why isn't yeah. Red Mist in this room? Like, you know, yeah. this is something yeah. that, you know. Yeah. So then we, I guess that's when we started thinking about doing that Scratch Plus tour. Well, then, while we were, like, yeah, we were, always, we were always on to like trying, trying, trying new things. And, um, you know, I uh, I have I have big stupid ideas quite often. I've had a fucking long history of like doing shit you shouldn't do, um, and it did like the scratch mobile. You know about yeah, the scratch mobile. Yeah, I remember the scratch mobile. Things. I saw yeah. the, the boat version. Yeah, just that kind of stuff. If you're not supposed to do <laughs> that's, it, let's, that's let's why there's stuff like that that meant that it was like why I knew that Darcy was a a good human to get involved with because like he he fucking travels to the ends of the earth to like go and set up a scratch mobile on a, on a boat or something. Or, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. you know, he's that guy. He's like, he builds it himself. I'm all in or I'm all together. And he's so. just like, yeah, cool. I'm going to be like flying through to this place for like a this one day, like this event and then flying all the way back around the planet. <laughs> Cause like, it's my one weekend off or whatever. And you're just like, man, this guy is like, yeah, is into it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, it was all building up though. There was the, so we, there was the launch party for Simeon's record and then Red Mist Record came out, um, and we were like, you know, what's the next fucking fun, amazing thing to do? And so Jimmy and the CSM crew had gone on this epic journey years ago. You know, they did yeah, a tour the video across he England. was talking about, like yeah. the yeah. 2009 yeah. tour. Like that was yeah. both that was both something that me and Darcy had watched and been like, yeah, wow, yeah, that was, the, I wish I had trip. been there. Like that looked what amazing. Like, and it was funny, you know, in Ireland the whole time they'd been talking for a, a few times about like they had wanted to build a portable rig and they were going to put it on a boat. And they were going to do like a Moore tour, yeah, you know, yeah, and, it, yeah, and it never yeah. happened. But it was funny, Yacht like, week. you know, week. We, we were doing that was happening in Canada, kind of. And we were hanging out with Jimmy quite a bit then, you know, we were communicating a lot. We put out a fucking record by him. Um, yeah. You saw and Jimmy were making music. You went over and built the uh, Scratch Mobile in yeah, Ireland, well, is, which yeah, is still rolling. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I went up, I went up to Jimmy's yeah, a yeah. month before uh, Community Scratch Games to like build a box. Which now is being rocked around Ireland by yeah, a guy who runs a I'm shop the, called 1984 by Matthew. He's running that fucking that's scratch where the, mobile. That's where the turntables were on when we when he had this in store. Was it the same? 
same I, card? I, I don't. Was it? The, no, I don't think it was the same card. That I was think just he, some no, thing. Demos made it, made his own since. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, no, yeah, that's yeah. Just, no, that's the card. Oh, it is. That is the and card. He, oh, he, he added, souped it up. Just, he he added, it yeah, up. he added the that's, like fold out portable yeah, 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 bit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's the original mind when he said it. Because I remember when you were building it. That was the first time I went to the games. I went to Jimmy's and we built it in his backyard, like in the rain. Like we had to run to the store get a fucking skill saw and like, oh, can we get some free nails from this friend? There's footage of it as well like that because he, he he went over for this mad weekend to go and build it and like i was watching that video the other day i just randomly came across it on, <laughs> well, on one Jimmy's of, well one of the steps one of, it's yeah. wicked like there's a crew of them there like naive ted's there like one of the steps you know, of like, building it was testing the battery and we're like what's the best way to test the battery to call all the biggest badasses in ireland and have a cut with the battery in jimmy's living yeah, room of course so, like, oh, so it was man. like a wicked weekend of like just having a cut to see how long the battery could go for yeah but great so stuff. you know that was that was a huge motivator, and it was just like kind of like a logical next step to like you know let's let's fucking do our tour, man. We know all these fucking G's. We're willing to fucking do some like fun shit. Yeah. Everybody's willing to hop on airplanes and make it happen. Yeah. Well, and we like Diego and, has his yeah. record, and that we, we just sort of came looked out. at it. At, that was just coming out yeah. right then, and we yeah, looked yeah. at it as like we could put some money into it from yeah from cut and paste because it was it was it was like a project you know yeah. it was like doing a, yeah, a, a record yeah. it was like put some money yeah. into it and it was like cool stuff will happen from yeah, yeah. this so like yeah. we don't have to make money we can lose money on this it can be a fucking good adventure yeah exactly and it can be a way to get what the community and what we're doing out in front of people you know yeah, like yeah, here yeah, we are yeah. here we were doing it like you know size studio where he works from is like a little bit of a hub of people fucking dropping in to record fucking music and like working on all these cool projects and like it was time to just see if we could get that out there, you know, like on yeah. a, in a in a fucking organized in an organized way. How many cities was it? It was seven. Uh, Fourteen DJs, something like seven cities. We we, we were there I, for, for it was ten days. Seven cities. In my it was head. it was definitely it was seven that. gigs, maybe. Like I well, think so we started with Bristol. Seven gigs. Yeah, it was the two. We, we kind of did two two gigs in Bristol. Yeah. Then we went to Leeds. Then we went to Leeds. And then we went to Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes. And then we went to London. London, Whitstable. Whitstable. And then yeah. Finished it then up at, at the at barbecue. barbecue. Yeah. yeah. So if you count the barbecue and you count you the count two the Bristols, seven. But it was like every night, you know, we hop. We were three yeah, vans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were three vans. Yeah. And we had it one, was, I think we had one night off where we. Oh no, it was just after the the uh, the Milton Keynes gig. We went back to Oh yeah, Mosschop's no. House, which we started with our only nights off at the beginning. So everybody kind of crewed up at size house and this was an epic mission man so diego we had said we're going to bring diego on tour man no because he's coming you know out. you know what the tour was started out as man this the, 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 the tour started out as an idea in belarus was saying we've got to get you guys over here for electro food that's right and that was the seeds yeah, 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 yeah. it was like we've got to return the favor yeah coming as well right? exactly yeah. so like and then it just and then we were like if it kind of teamed that, up it kind of teamed up with red mist release red mist yeah, yeah, red yeah. mist hit us up and was like I want to get involved and we were like yes, man like yeah. man we, we we've we we kind of like made it so that one of the so the Zara records part of the money we we that we mm. that we got back from Zara records was like put aside for doing this over like about a year or and so Diego yeah. and Diego was a big G Diego the money that he made off of his record he invested that in fucking coming over and yeah yeah like, and like, yeah. but like, and like it, but that was it like we we said to Diego like oh man like we really want you involved as well but like we can't afford to get you guys over as well like we, and, yeah yeah, yeah. we funny, had to you know we're yeah. just doing this and so, he was like no, we're coming anyway. Like, we're going to come. Like, we're just going to fly yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. It wasn't even worth coming anyway. At first he was like, okay, I'm coming. And then, like, he was like, listen, I have a friend who wants to come. Yeah, and he didn't yeah, explain yeah. to us that the friend was, you know, one of the, the guys. Episode or ghost? Yeah. He didn't say which one. He's like, yeah. I got a friend. He wants to come. And yeah, yeah. I didn't, we didn't really bother to ask too much. You know, I sussed it out with Sai <laughs> to see what Sai thought. 
we were like, yeah, it's cool, man. If he can afford to pay for his fucking share of the fucking like, you know, Airbnb yeah. rentals and shit. And we, were we, we had a space, how we we had a space in the van, like Red Miss like, Sasking. Yeah. He's a fucking buddy of ours. We're down yeah. for it. And then like a few weeks later, he said, you know what? I have another friend. Is it okay? <laughs> yeah. comes, I, was, I was like, it's a little bit mental, mate. We don't have room in the car, really. It's like kind of last minute. Like what's going on? But we, you know. Well, then we were just like, hang on a sec. Wait, what's There's going to be a crew of here? us. We yeah. need two vans anyway. Yeah, we just a bit. It was like you know, all the no problems way we're weren't problems. Take, you know, all we've been looking into yeah. like big vans, buses. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, already yeah. expensive, so it was just like we're gonna have to get two cars and, and us drive it. So it turned out he was just fucking stapling modus operandi together for the fucking <laughs> yeah, tour. You know, yeah, yeah, he was yeah, making yeah, us yeah. do it. Well, and he and was loving the dub plate idea as well. So he was like, "Man, can you arrange getting? I'll send right. you some files. I'll get a dub plate cut in Bristol." And they came and picked it up the day before the day the yeah, first yeah, gig yeah. They, ne they never even got to like practice with it and then they, yeah, they did the was, first gig I with it that. like yeah 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 he's a, he's a boss of doing it on the fly he like he's really he's really calm he's really collected man and like he doesn't need anything but his own bad fucking self <laughs> to put on like a <laughs> yeah like and there was loads of stuff that you know we were all all into as well like loop pedals and stuff like that right, like, right. You know, so it was and so they came and did their thing and Oh, it was such just, a highlight of the of the tour, like because they were blowing yeah. everyone's minds yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They were just like a a jazz band that played yeah. turntables. Yeah. It wasn't every like show, every it, it, it didn't have the we're scratching kind of yeah, like no, vibe yeah. to it at all. It was just like they, were, they you could tell they, they were like they were good at winging evidently, it, and they were evidently amazing scratches. Right but like yeah, it was about making this like improvised jazz vibe and like and and so much of it. They'd sometimes have like a hi hat track or something, or right, like right, something right. like that. But like more of it was turntables than I first realized. Like on the first time, it was just yeah. like, oh, he, yeah, he's doing that and he's doing that. The whole thing is just, yeah, yeah. But it sounds so like, yeah, it was I don't know, so, so smooth and finished. But like, yeah, so they, they like, and, and it was wicked watching them like develop their set as well because they, yeah. you know, they were new to playing that set pretty much. Yeah, so like, yeah. Um, we'd watch it develop and they do it slightly differently each yeah. night and there was always like these like huddled practice yeah, sessions yeah, yeah, huddled yeah, like yeah. like over over the computer right and then yeah. do that bit and like oh, yeah, yeah you'd always you see know, Diego like, with his laptop and his headphones yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Like, trying, like, trying to set that, like, the deck up that in was another actually, room that was something. actually exactly where you're sitting uh, yesterday before <laughs> before today's yeah. set he was sitting right there with his yeah. headphones yeah, yeah, yeah. staring in the corner at his laptop with Ableton open thinking in fact like pretty much every set they did was different like because I had recordings of a lot of them and they, and they were like there, there, were, yeah, totally there was a lot like, there were a lot of similarities but like they were nothing was the same man. but like a different yeah. lot a different order of tunes yeah. and sometimes different tunes and yeah. stuff like that and like yeah it was and, it was wicked they what they their yeah. part of the tour was just like and that was really, such, really that good. was and, a motherfucking adventure man that was so much fun like just, yeah man. and then, yeah and then and so the, the second van enabled a little bit more to happen so like moss chops could come with us and we, yeah um, we yeah. realized we had extra space uh, we, yeah, we got so like, Paul involved yeah Paul and yeah. Paul was full game you know he's all in all the time yeah, yeah so we had like, like a crew of like yeah about 15 people 14, 14, 14 people us, running, yeah. running up and down yeah. the country <laughs> in vans and like and we were really excited because it was like yeah oh, we're like you know we're, we're you know, everybody help, was helping hyped. make helping yeah. make that the tour happen yeah. again for the for the leading up to the barbecue uh, like, and that's what the guys had hyped, done man. in yeah, 2009 yeah. that was so inspirational yeah, yeah, to yeah. us yeah. too you know so it was yeah. like uh, that was wicked to be endless summer remake or whatever, yeah well there was everybody was so hyped on it you know for multiple different reasons but it all came together yeah and the whole way like it was like learning and new stuff as well like learning how to fucking yeah yeah 
to get out of all these fucking random situations that you get into, like like you driving. Pr- yeah, we, yeah, driving. <laughs> that's, like, that's yeah, that's a fucking epic, great story. So I got his license to yeah. be able to do the tour because we were short one driver. Of course, no, none of these musicians have fucking licenses, <laughs> right? So we we Paul had his. Yeah, that was my that was my first like <laughs> going a motorway was four hours to Leeds with like yeah. seven. Yeah, I remember being in your van in, in London and everybody picking on you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I was just trying to keep people alive, and man, like that was so funny like by the end of that tour like driven on every like surface yeah. and like style like there's like off road getting out to Gilly's place like just like what are we doing yeah. but like yeah man um, <laughs> that was good yeah it was good good training <laughs> and like and, and also like you know because Jimmy for years has been I mean, by the time we got to the barbecue like Jimmy had sort of like hardened me and like operating the mixer and how to yeah. how, and how to like stage manage and stuff like that he was yeah. he yeah, did, yeah. you know he had so much more experience in that sort of stuff and like you just do it so yeah and just get <laughs> and just getting us all to yeah to, to, to just yeah. get stuff done and like and be on it and, and everything because you have to get in and get out at a certain time you have to fucking you know it's just like a week of that and so by the by the time the games came around like it was cool, like because we we were all sort of on point with getting everything organized and yeah, yeah. being able to run a run an event, and that was good because it it took pressure off of Jim, who was sort of like yeah, the one otherwise with like, yeah, otherwise having yeah. to deal with everything to a certain extent, and like yeah, so um, so yeah, that was a really cool part of it as well, it's like learning all of that stuff and like just doing it and like yeah. learning by doing, and, and then. And dealing with different types of, dealing with different types of gig as well. You know, some of the gigs yeah. were like mental for one reason. Some of them were mental for other reasons. Yeah, like, like the graffiti and the, yeah, the place the in London. Yeah, there was, all, there was all sorts of stuff. Like, yeah. Shitty club owners. Or the and... time the electricity wasn't working at the bar, so we didn't have a place to play. Oh, yeah. And like Jim we the... sussed out a fucking... Yeah, we went, to, met, we went know, to Leeds. Bar. Like, all the footage <laughs> from Leeds is in the wrong venue. Like, we, yeah. we, got, we went up there to play at a venue that some old friends of mine, I used to live in Leeds, and I had some old friends that were running a place... Um, but totally by bad luck that day, like they had their landlord had some problem yeah. with their electrical company, and they and by basically not been bad cut luck, off. They bothered not to tell us as we were en route. <laughs> yeah, so we yeah. showed up to this place with no power with, yeah. and no well, that plan. Happened, that happened like that morning, you know, yeah. like so. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. There's no ways to tell us, and like so we got there to that, and they were like, hopefully it's going to be ready, and, and it yeah. just uh, it, it became like. It, it wasn't going to happen, and we're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> but Jim worked it out that we yeah, like two doors it up. There's like a rock, punk, punk. a rock metal yeah. kind of themed bar, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And the it guy was, was like, the guy was cool. Pretty, he was in, at first he, he was, was into it. About he kinda, it. Well, at first he was like, he was iffy, but he kind of saw like, that. Is, is it DJing? And we're like, no, no, no. It's DJing it's, bands, and he's like. All right, like, like and, and, punk and he, rock had, he, DJ he had a good bands. night, like, yeah, everybody had a good time, yeah. And, f- good time. And, and the place, like, it was a slightly smaller place than where we were, but it made it better because it made it packed out. And, like, and yeah, yeah, Lone Wolf trooped out there, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. he ended up the filming it all and doing like what's going on here, you know. He, like, had a talk, yeah, and he with, got like, on, on the Scratch World show, which was wicked because yeah. he's like, he's kind of like the him and Jim were like the concept, they formed the concept of the Scratch Lords thing, so like, it was wicked to have them representing it properly like yeah and then jimmy kicked us in the ass and asked us if we wanted to fucking help run half of the games in ireland right after that the following year by this point like crazy stuff was happening all all over the all over the stuff there's like all sorts of projects going on at once we were we were working with all sorts of um cool people in other countries and stuff you know and we had started to be able to put 
you know, a little bit events on and projects and shit like that. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, we could, we could yeah. do that because we've got so many people that we, yeah. you know, more than enough people we could ask to come over right. and stuff. So Jimmy, like, Jimmy was down for having us do one of the days. Yeah. We like curated a day. Yeah, man. Basically like, and, um, yeah. and yeah, so we were yeah, in charge was, of the Saturday picking which artists were going to be there. Yeah, that was not, that was April. Run, that was this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man. And that was like, so yeah, we got Samaya over. Um, yeah. Uh, we got oh, Joey. Also, yeah, all sorts of stuff. Uh, Diego came because yeah. Diego was yep. now over in Berlin, living in Berlin. Yeah, we got so him it was we easier got, to get him over. We got Famalik like, from Canada. Yeah, yeah, who, yeah. Who runs Unlog? He's somebody and, and who I've been working with in Canada. Yeah, Famalik goes back before all of that stuff. Yeah. and him and Darcy are good friends and like did the Scratch Mobile stuff together. I met like, him when I just started scratching again, when I kicked it off again, and uh, he was like one of the first guys that I met in Montreal. So we'd been just chilling a lot. And it was cool then, you know, this was this is many years later now. This yeah. is like fucking eight, nine years later. Well, his name had always stuck in my head because was, his was the first looper that I ever done. Yeah, he put out this really cool looper, the triangle one with eyeballs and stuff. Uh, no, the first one I got was one that it's not all his beats. It's like oh, a, yeah, a collection. It's collection, like a compilation yeah, yeah. one. But then, yeah, then the triangle one was amazing. But he, he'd been doing all this mental stuff, so we brought him up there. But, you know, again, like another year, like meeting fucking new, insane people and fucking... Yeah, so, yeah, it's just this, yeah, this whole like crazy trajectory of like... Every lots of small crews doing yeah. lots of small things. Yeah, what well, not? Yeah, uh, they all add up to one big thing, you know. Right. Like, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone sort of we everybody has the same. You've got everybody, all the guys out in the states, like you know, like Kodak running like yeah. asthma funk. You've got like Jesse yeah. Dean doing his thing. You've got like everybody uh, wildly different, but the same idea of that. Like we can team up and do shit together yeah. and fucking have like a boss good time yeah, and yeah. fucking like. And that's like that's how we managed to get the tour. You know, to, to, we got help running the tour we were like asking people from those crews like we'll we, you know we'll put all the your your logos and stuff on yeah. the banner and yeah, stuff yeah, and, and yeah. mention it all and like be, be, if it's kind, they, kind like, of start, starting to up our they, marketing they, game they, a little bit you yeah know, like we, we were asking it. for like yeah. small yeah. amounts <laughs> of sponsorship yeah. rather than going and saying can we have yeah. like a million pounds to do right, this like right, right, amazing yeah. thing like we, we, we knew we, it was kind of a tough sell but to heads it would it wouldn't be a, no. a hard sell but they probably didn't have a lot of Cash yeah, and we around. we wanted it to be good for everybody. We want like we want the basis of everything is like a fucking fair, dope fucking thing for yeah. all. You know, we didn't want to be like getting the most money we could off of a small dope record shop yeah. that was supporting yeah, it was us. Kind of you like, know? can you just help us take the sting out of this like mad mad thing? That's yeah, gonna, that's obviously going to cost more yeah. than we think it's going to cost. <laughs> yeah. like, and, this, yeah. and the funny story in that is like one of the things that we said is like, you know, what we'll do the stuff that we film up. You know, we'll do like a promo video on it, kind of thing. Yeah, and we didn't. We had a we had a very vague plan about it. We talked about it, um, and we said. You know, we're all just going to film some stuff up and then we're all going to get it together and we're going to figure out a way to edit it up and make some fucking cool videos yeah. about this adventure that we had. But it turned out instead of that, all that footage went to Jimmy. <laughs> everyone, yeah, decided, everyone had phones and, or a GoPro yeah, or something. Yeah, and yeah. so it was like, but Massive we kinda, amount a few of, of us had said like Paul is, is, is into his like... Yeah, yeah, documenting stuff. Yeah, and like, just GoPro. He's got, and yeah, he's got like GoPro. A little gimbal Jack, handle. Jack had a GoPro shit. that he won. Yeah. Uh, and like, Maybe and everybody had. Twice. <laughs> yeah. And that, so we had enough cameras floating yeah, around. Yeah. And, we, yeah, and yeah. we just had a little bit of a thing saying to people, like, 
film just stuff film stuff and get it to us film random yeah, stuff don't, just, don't just film yeah. the gigs we'll just film yeah, random yeah, stuff yeah, and yeah, like yeah. eventually we'll figure out how to get it all to one and it ended up Jimmy Jimmy like, had been making the, yeah Jimmy had been making these videos like he was talking about one earlier when I went up there to Galway made the Galway Scratch Mobile but Jimmy had been doing like this series of fucking skate videos on scratching adventures in fucking Ireland yeah yeah I remember you the, know? the Berlin one as well the Berlin yeah, Lords yeah. one yeah yeah, yeah. It was all yeah, these yeah, lords all these massively gritty Wicked style, of, style of editing yeah. where it's just like it doesn't matter if it you know I'd, I'd always be going like oh I don't think he can use that footage because someone's like held, held it held, held the camera sideways yeah. uh, and he's just like but, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, just yeah. put it in it sideways it's fine. just yeah it just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter and like and and it's yeah Jimmy's like really good with that kind of uh, attitude to things and you're like oh yeah it doesn't really matter does it like no. it's, it's still the document you know like so yeah he put out a 24 episode series scratch blast the movie which <laughs> yeah, isn't yeah. a movie and it's just, just yeah the effort he put in like the, the oh it's amazing it's amazing he must have put yeah. in to like edit that all together and like yeah so and you know he because he picked and picked it all together to tell it in a certain way yeah, and yeah, he had yeah. this and he had the whole idea of going like we're going to release it we'll release it on youtube but we'll like drop it at a certain time and tell yeah. people like watch it now so it's kind of like when a tv show would go out yeah that was all yeah, 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 yeah. i'll watch yeah, it at yeah. seven or seven o'clock yeah you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Day yeah on thursdays out. right yeah we put it out on thursdays that, at seven yeah. o'clock so it was yeah. like that was all jimmy's plan man. yeah he was like i want people just, to like, be watching it together yeah. and like you know maybe they message each other about it or whatever like that's how yeah, tv yeah, works yeah, now yeah, but like the fact he just he just wanted it to be like that experience like kind of thing and like he'd thought about it in that that level, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it, it was yeah. cool. You know, it was mostly all of us just watching the thing that we had done, but it yeah, did, yeah. It, you know, it helped sort of spread word a little <laughs> bit about, it, yeah. about yeah, the adventure, great, you know, that, yeah, that, yeah, we, yeah. That, that we had and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching eating your dinner, watching the scratch blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I was doing all actually. Yeah, for me, it was like, okay, the baby's in bed, yeah, wife's doing her thing, put on the scratch blast movie, yeah, yeah. and he just had and he just had this whole funny idea of like calling it the movie, like, yeah, yeah, but there's episodes, and you're like, yeah, scratch blast the movie. Movie yeah. episode 28 was <laughs> yeah, the problem because yeah, 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 yeah. we'd named other shit wrong weird. in the past we'd put out like uh we'd put out like eps that we called albums and we'd put out like all sorts of stuff like we'd given wrong names to many things many times <laughs> yeah, yeah. so this was a really good follow-up to like yeah, just yeah. doing exactly no that. change no different yeah yeah, yeah. yeah man nice. uh so yeah and then like so now we're trying to do a similar idea of like raise yeah. some money through like putting out a record and have it fund some cool shit. Uh, that more cool shit happens. Yeah, the back off, a so, little bit, a um, little bit of an advanced version of the last tour that we did. In the sen- in the sense that this time the record that's come out has specifically come out not only for the scratch lords to be able to fucking do the performance, but mm. like also to help like fund the trip and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. a little bit more planning around, you know, making, oh, okay. making I didn't real realize that event. part of it, that aspect of it. Yeah. I thought it, I, I got the impression it was a show vinyl. Like, so it was like maybe sounds that you're going to use for the tour. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, exactly yeah. that. That's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what it is. But I mean, I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize the, the aspect of like the kind of to, to help further fund. I mean, it makes sense obviously, but yeah, yeah, that's the idea. It's like, well, it's like, so we've got something and like, we weren't going to just get it cut on dub plates. We wanted it as a finished thing. Right. And it, it, it's like, we had the, there was the first Scratch Lords record that Backtrack put together. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jimmy put out. And, the, there was uh, meant and, to, there was always meant to be a follow-up to that. That's something we yeah, talked about for a long time. Like, and kind like, of like a skipless volume. And we'd, we'd, 
we'd got involved with that by selling off the last few copies yeah. of it. There was still some stock lying around, and we managed to yeah. piece it together the and sell the, it through our which, shop, kind of thing. With which a nice, with a beautiful art on it. Yeah, with has, the woman and yeah, the, and that's the, like rose. one of my favorite scratch records. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it was always a legendary one because it was so loud and it was tough, really good. and it's so great. It's so great. Yeah, it's really, it's really good one. Dirty. But there was loads of material that went into that that didn't get used for various different reasons. So yeah, there was this idea that yeah, so like there was always this background idea of like doing a another Scratch Lords record and like and on the Scratch Blast tour, Jack and Jimmy had like been performing this EP that they had just fucking dropped like the minute that the tour set off. The Janes coming home. Yeah, well, like the tour was like their first performance of it. Yeah, ever done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Janes coming home was the album and. And so when I, when we started sort of making this idea happen of like, let's do a, a, a Scratch Lords record again. And like, Jimmy, what do you reckon? What yeah, would your input what's be gonna, on it? Yeah, like, what's, you know, we what's want, we be want something from everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, um, and he was like, well, I've got those, the Jane's album, like stems you could mess with. Um, yeah. You know, we could, you could use some of that as a, he put it way more vaguely than that. Yeah. But, you know, like, <laughs> you know, but that's, he's basically gave me that idea and like, um, Jack had a lot of the the, the, the sort of intro and uh, theme thematic samples yeah. from that album, so I was getting him to dig back and find those again. And like, Jack's just like, <laughs> I sampled it just one evening, like threw the needle in the record and found something funny. Like, yeah, I have no yeah, idea yeah, where yeah, it came yeah, from. Yeah. So like, luckily we managed to piece it together from files and stuff that he had lying around. Uh, but then there was also just all this other stuff, like ready to go like stuff that, that never made it on the first yeah. record and, and everyone else had other, like you know just, i wanted but, stuff i wanted jim's input i wanted like the the russian guys did the mastering but they had yeah. they had loops that they were working on and being like why don't you chuck this one on and like mm. uh there was loads of stuff you know like jack's bagpipes or jack plays bagpipes yeah, and, like, yeah we got yeah. his bagpipes on there yeah, and stuff yeah. and like oh, all nice. sorts of stuff just to make it this jack's photo fully. is like the fucking album art on the cover yeah yeah, yeah. Like darcy massive. made the other side with a collage of photos of events yeah and, i saw like, the, the, the recent like, the new collage and yeah. Cy had been working for a year for a while in the background on this fucking concept of you were going to get a fucking beautiful etch um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like, and like all this stuff just kind of came together perfectly. Like at first, it was all, we, it was all yeah. They were all like ideas for one day stuff a, a project will around. have that on it, and then yeah. they, they all, it was like that's the one to have all yeah, of this yeah, stuff right. on. It, have to do the etching on it, do it with these guys' sounds, do it the Jane's album, and like so it just yeah. So then once we set a date on it, it was kind of like we got to smash it out quite fast compared to normal. We, you know, we try to get out. Unless they have a time limit before. So it was like, yeah, yeah let's get it we, done. We've been quite slow. But we, we put out, you know, a decent amount of projects in about a four year period. We were about like 13, 14 records. But none of them were ever rushed. There was never a hurry to do any of it. Like doing it. Yeah, doing like, it, let it, say doing it that way, that seems like a lot more than I remember. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, there and, was in that time too. Like it seems like it was longer and uh, and you know like more spaced out. But when, it's yeah, been like yeah. it's been four and it's been like four and a half years. I think we're in a year of like yeah. like for like coming year five now. Kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. So, five, yeah. but n- none of the projects were ever watched. You know, there's always all the stuff working in the background, and it kind of all came together for the, for this one. You know, like all tidbits yeah. of like. It was a really good reason to do it, and then yeah. like the fact that it the etching would make it look dope, like. You know, like people would would be interested in it. You know, like yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's been clear. We had that little advanced box 
at this at this thing and everyone's like oh cool it's got that yeah. it looks cool you know? yeah like, yeah it looks so it's got that dope. to it as well and, and again like, it's, and again it's like everybody like Leighton at the factory is you know like the etch lord knows, yeah, so knows yeah, Leighton's every Leighton's last detail of what you would need to know yeah. to boss out yeah. like the yeah. biggest and yeah, I remember I got really his us get second it. one yeah. with the mushrooms etched into the, yeah. into the, the well that was it yeah because yeah, like you yeah. know I, I was chatting to him about how would you do that like because um, you he has it he has it lined up yeah. you know with it and I'd, so we started doing the cut and paste etchings with the little cut and paste logo right line, i remember he those, lines yeah. them up it's he has to, it's a manual process he has to do like fine he has to look, look at the master copy and like see where the skip proof start and yeah he has to line it up and like anybody else without like, listening to it like yeah, 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 line yeah, up yeah. And, and so like so and he it, does that and so Oh, and and so on his records he had his little the mushrooms designs and the and little the, arrows. the, the, yeah, the arrows yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So anyway, when we were like talking about doing it, um, originally I wanted to do it a slightly different way, but like he was like, "You're getting the cut and paste logo made anyway, and you have to make a whole film the size of a scratch record anyway, mm-hmm. or the size of a finished record anyway." And um, why don't you just do that? You know, I'd shown him the design as the, as an idea. And he was like, why don't you just make that anyway? We'll make that stencil anyway. And if you come to use it, it's there and you don't have to buy a whole nother film. It's right. expensive to make yeah. and all of that. And so glad he convinced me to do it because like, yeah, because then it was like this, the record <laughs> to do it on. And the plan worked, you know, like we, we, we measured, we, you know, we planned out the measurements and stuff and it all came just, just right. Just right, and like, yeah. yeah. And it was, yeah, man. Yeah, good. sick. I still haven't listened to mine yet. It's, it's sitting over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, just ju- like just landed, like not even well, just getting shipped, just yeah, it was, on the verge of being finished pressed up yeah, right yeah. now. But Leighton managed to it's grab a mid. box and like bring well, it. He went as far as like getting them to, like on the last thing of the day on Friday, he yeah. got them to just press up a thirty, yeah, like just set it for up because they'll they'll carry on pressing it on Monday yeah. morning or whatever, yeah. you know. But yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, yeah, he got that. He got that done. Like so, yeah, that was super props to him for doing that and like yeah, it's amazing um so yeah we all had a few we had a few copies to to cut with this weekend and that was so good like watching people getting you you know first yeah, time feeling they, them out yeah finding yeah but it was like their first cut with it like kodak that, where is that oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. What, and kodak what, having his first cut with it and doing that amazing yeah. set that he yeah, just yeah, did yeah, and yeah, like yeah, and yeah, chili yeah. as well kind of like that, that other, recreation you know. of the moment of like you in fucking belarus in the forest playing the records and all but, that yeah stuff. exactly exactly that's like all of that coming to a head of being like wicked you know it works like so many years in a row now that Leighton's fucking delivered on getting either test yeah, presses or, yeah, or a box a or a single guy, box like behind the scenes, you know, like yeah. in, into Jim or Jimmy's yeah. hands before the barbecue or getting really cool shit done yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a proper G so I got one random question that's simple but where did the cut and paste records name come from what was the idea uh, made it up we just needed a name and, yeah Sai uh, <laughs> came up with a name yeah and at the, it was in the beginning did y'all have any other names in, in mind before? I'm just curious. I don't could, remember. Could I think it just like st- I think we, we just were, lucked we out and it just kind of stuck and fit. It was kind of like kind of we, stuck, could, we yeah. could call it this maybe, and then it just stuck and it was like, yeah, it's it's cool, like it works. Yeah. You know? And originally, aside, cut out all these like letters from a news, like cut and paste style, you know? Yeah, like a like yeah. a, a ransom note. Ransom yeah. 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 It's, it's, that was know, the original like idea for the logo, but then yeah. I ended up. Um, yeah, I really liked. I really liked this. So there's like these guys in Bristol, like do um, this, this great. It's the guys that do these uh, the Peng Sound label and a bunch of other labels. That it's, it's a few guys running various different things. Really awesome music, all sorts of types and styles. Um, and and they would do these 
they were, it was all about like the release as a thing and like how they how they did it and the design was always amazing they'd have like mm. it was just a really cool vibe and I, w- I wanted to have like a logo that was like looked like that and I so it's kind of like the idea was like oh, I wanted it to be like look something you could put on a stamp yeah 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 and, which um, is featured a lot in a lot of y'all yeah because those guys did stuff stamp. like that they would make like these ink stamps and it always just looked really really good and like um and it was useful you know you could stamp up but if yeah. you're getting like it's economic as well. yeah if you're getting test pressings or yeah, uh, whatever yeah. done you can stamp it up and like stamp uh, stamping up the mailer and stuff you know it's like yeah, a yeah, nice yeah. thing so Anti-social i was like i love that idea and like so i was kind of like how can i make a <laughs> cool logo that would look cool and a rubber stamp kind of thing and um so yeah that's so so i ended up like just working out yeah working together a logo and it's just with the same one ever since like the same little logo (laughs) we made these t-shirts with it the ones the t-shirts with the big logo and it was just like how do you make a t-shirt just put it as big as possible like bang (laughs) and like uh but it was cool like you know loads of the t-shirts people always hey have you got got any with the big logo anymore and we're like no, man, we got like 50 made one time yeah. and like, yeah, you know, whatever. We each own three of them. <laughs> so. I, I, I don't even know if I still got one. I might do. My, it's my probably fan, been given yeah. away, like, but like, yeah, man. But it was like that. I've got, what I do have is the only, I, where we got the t shirts made and I got, a, I had a black hoodie and I was like, yeah, make me the, the one <laughs> hoodie. Like, it came all the way, it came out all a bit weird the way the print went on it, but it was like, yeah, it's mine. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> So then what's, what's uh, I guess, what's coming up next? What do you guys got coming out soon? A lot of stuff so, going yeah. in the underground. I you know, know like, you guys are headed out to Russia. Yeah it's, the, yeah, it's the Russia tour, man. Like, I mean, this is kind of the, the beginning of a, 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 the tour, basically. Like, we, we've done we've Yeah, got kicked this. off tonight. Scratch tour. Well, yeah, yeah, scratch yeah this has been the first gig of yeah. the tour, basically, because we're going to... Well, I guess so I'm coming now with you to yeah. go to yeah. Brussels on Wednesday, yeah. and we're going to see those guys and me and uh and that's that's like the scratch lords idea in effect as well that whole idea of scratch lords is like it's not always just the four of us that did the show tonight it was yeah. like it could be uh it could be a combination of international yeah i got that, that i got like, that impression like when um when you guys first started using the term a lot and jimmy was like jimmy was like you, you know the lords from over and da, 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 are coming over yeah, yeah, or, da, 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 oh yeah, yeah that yeah. lord from over here no, and no, like nobody yeah, could yeah. figure out what it was at one point the definition put on it was like if you had scratched in jimmy's basement overnight yeah, at yeah, the yeah, games yeah, yeah, you were yeah, a fucking yeah, lord that was the definition of scratch like summing up i think that works pretty well like I put that on one of the yeah, things yeah, that we yeah. put out. Like <laughs> that's the definition of it. Like, yeah, because like, uh, yeah. So 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 that that one that would be what like Kodak, and, Kodak uh, Diego, Redmist, yeah, and me and um and meet then, up with then the, the, the Belgian Berlin. lords. Yeah, meet <laughs> up with all the Belgian lords. T M B and Swords and Odalon. Yeah, yeah, man. Swords, is, Swords won the Clash Swords of the Titans. Swords won the Clash Titans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that would be sick. Yeah, he's a great guy, man. We've been hanging out with him a lot over there. Paul yeah. won the Clash of Titans in Bristol. He's a yep. lord. Yep. And so, yeah, so we'll we'll uh, we'll go and, and then we'll go to... Jimmy and Jack will come out to Brighton. Uh, sorry, to Berlin. To Berlin. And, uh, Sample Music Festival. Sample Music Festival. Jack's going to compete against... 
Paul and everyone, they're all going to yeah. compete against each other and decide who is, who is the most titan-y titan of all titans. <laughs> titan-y titan of all lordens. It's going to be <laughs> just the most <laughs> ridiculous it's, scratch battle yeah. I've it's ever so seen. It's so great how like, it came about, too. It was like, it's kind of yeah. unbelievable, the like, scale of it, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, been, that's amazing, man, Like what's happened it's there. It's been pretty like, funny. And that's the, exactly the same thing we were talking about. Like, yeah, load, yeah. Worldwide, small crews just yeah. being able to hit each other up. Yeah, and make, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's yeah. a massive... It's, and it's really people being like we're just gonna do it like yeah, well, yeah. we don't get any money from sponsors yeah. it's okay we'll just pay for the tickets and just no it's so cool it. like yeah, the, like the, yeah. the on the organizational side people yeah. were really loose with the concept you know yeah. but there was the right people involved like yeah, you involved exactly. Antrix yeah. involved being able to say yeah. like you know and getting and getting magma involved and like yeah, and Jeremy like with all the beat for battle stuff he's just yeah he's like wait a minute why don't we just call every single beat for battle country we've ever had yeah. and yeah. see who wants to do it exactly and then <laughs> like, so it became like, yeah. and so and now like man Next yeah. week's gonna be insane. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a crazy one. Uh, and that's only part of, of the the weekend that's gonna happen there. Yeah, so, like, yeah. yeah, that'll be that'll be mad. And so, yeah, as in relation to the tour, like, that's you know, so we've got like, three, three venues there, like yeah. three countries, and then we're gonna go to Russia in October. So, it's, you know, a little yeah. gap in between. But like, yeah, we're gonna go out to Russia, and because uh, when we first started making the record, we didn't really expect it to be ready in time for now. So it was more like focusing on having it ready for the Russia tour, but right. yeah. now we can uh, now we can do the same stuff. Use it, use the use that that, that content in. Uh, we were originally yeah, gonna have the test presses shows. to the test presses for now. So you guys yeah yeah we'd have, we'd have the test demo presses, it leading yeah. up to the exactly, to the Russian yeah. to the Russian yeah, tour yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, sick. So yeah, man, like yeah, that's like now we're na- now it's now, and, uh, <laughs> and it's just been the barbecue and basically been the most mind blasted insane of thing. International scratch mayhem. Yeah, that was fun, man. I heard a lot of little. Uh, we should collab. We should collab. Yeah, hey, we should meet a up. lot of oh, stuff. Yeah. Hey, we you should know, do a lot more. I heard that happening. Why haven't we done this yet? Yeah. Like, yeah, we we work out a lot of stuff online, you know, with with yeah. fucking everybody on the planet. Um, but like getting together, like everybody fucking getting in the same room. It's man. what makes it really happen. Like, isn't yeah, it? it's like it yeah. does. It's like with Christian. You know, we got yeah, a mutual yeah, yeah. mate, Christian, and like he was someone when I got the com- when I got. Uh, the first copies of Cadence with Rhythm and Flow, like I ha- just ha- just happened, like was going out to ho- on holiday to visit a friend in Texas, and I knew Christian from online, and we linked up, and from that, like linked up with Dopez, who I also knew online, and yeah. like linked up with all those guys in Austin, and like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. A yeah, few I months later over, was when yeah. I met you and you were here and it's like, oh, you yeah. know Christian. Christian was like, just go, so I'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> cool, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like so, and so it's like making these like. Yeah, yeah, links and, and, their, and their friendships as well. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, you know, Christian, sure. someone I like yeah, gladly yeah. like get him around any time. You know, yeah. he's got he's got a space on my couch any day. So it's like, and it's like, and that's those are the links. That's you know, a few people yeah. have been saying that tonight. You know, like, oh, it's just so cool to see everyone's like friends. Everybody sorts everybody out eternally. You know, yeah. like it's not. Yeah, and it's the not conversations that are going on aren't just about like we should do scratching and stuff. They're people just having like, oh yeah. Normal real life conversations, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's how's not just kid? like how's it's this? not how's just like, hey, have you learned how to do a uh, yeah. five million click twiddle flare? And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. like, no, yeah, yeah, everyone's like making yeah. bonds. You know, it's really really good thing. Speaking of that, maybe we should end it so that we can actually still hang out with people tonight. Yeah, let's go and see those people. Yeah, yeah, boss, nice one for getting us out here. Yeah, yeah man, thanks nice for coming out, guys. Uh, it was dope. It's I'm good, good to know the history of the cut and paste. Get open it up. Yeah, yeah, I know. It took a while to.
Sail. It's funny. It's it's, it's, it's pretty cool, you know. It's like it's a rolling adventure. Like every day, like this. Yeah, do it up, man. Yeah, like this is what we do every day. Like we spend every pretty much extra minute that doesn't involve staying alive. You know, trying to fucking. You know, it's cool. Like do this. We love it. You know, it's like this is a boss adventure. Yeah, man. It's really cool. And I only just realized that because like did an interview with that guy Simon, who are yeah for his radio show. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, it was cool. It's cool to see, like, that the scene's so active and that you are so, um, sort of, like... Supporting each other and stuff. Yeah, everyone knows each other and is into into what they're doing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. There it is, episode one. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It uh, went pretty long, but for me, it was really worth it to hear the story of uh, Cut and Paste Records. Um... The records they make, um, from my experience, are consistently excellent. And what they're doing for the scene, in my opinion, is really huge. Um, so be sure to show some support. Uh, go ahead and order a few for yourself. Um, there's links in the description, and if you can't find them locally, hit them up on Facebook, and they'll, they'll get back to you quick about where you can order them locally. Um, and last, a big shout-out to the Playground app. Um, it's really rare, I think, that there's a startup company kind of run completely by scratch nerds and uh, beat makers who really live and breathe turntablism. So I'm excited to be working with them, and I can't wait to see what the future holds. Um, I know they've got loads of interesting stuff in the pipeline that'll over the next year or two. Um, so be sure to show your support by downloading the uh, free app. There's loads of dope scratch beats there by D-Styles, Mike Missionero, Ugly Mac Beer, Excess, uh, Beat Junkies, others... Uh, even their own in-house beats, which you've heard in the intro of this and, and it's playing behind me right now. That's all from, from their app, too, and that's free. So um, lots of interesting styles in there. Be sure to check it out. And uh, thanks, and I hope you come back for the, uh, for the next one. Peace.